Little food, drink, concentrate, and Daly's Cocktail Time Cocktail Mixer. By your Pirate Land Chrysler Plymouth dealer, who has immediate delivery on America's number one selling compact car. And by your host for the opening innings, Iron City Beer. When you're really ready to pour it on, pour on the iron. Well, I'm going to fill in here for Bob Prince for the first few minutes of this ball game. Bob's going to throw out the first ball. There's going to be a novel twist to it. He's going to stand up here in the broadcast booth on the fourth level of Three River Stadium and test his left arm, Bob being a southpaw, test the left arm, see if he can lob the ball over the crowd and onto the field. He hasn't had any warm-ups, and it should be a very interesting effort. We've got a very interesting matchup here for the opening game of the National League Championship Series. The Dodgers, who have had a fantastic year, led by such players as Davey Lopes, who has stolen 60-some bases, Billy Buckner, who's hit 314, Jimmy Wynn has checked in with 32 home runs and driven in over 100 runs. Steve Garvey, the most valuable player in the 1974 All-Star Game, played here in Pittsburgh, ended up the season hitting over 300 and driving in 111 runs. Joe Ferguson, who has divided his time behind the plate and also in right field. Fergie plays right field against the left-handed pitchers, getting Steve Yeager behind the plate. And he alternates with Yeager. Uh, he catches when the, when the right-handers throw, when the left-handers throw. Ron Fay, playing at third base, had a fantastic year. You can go on and on about the Dodgers. Bill Russell at shortstop. Steve Yeager, a fantastic year, behind the plate. And a marvelous pitching goal led by Don Sutton and Andy Messersmith. Messersmith had a great year all year, won 20 ball games and lost six for the Dodgers and Walt Austin. And Don Sutton, after a very slow start and a very slow half season, came on real strong at the end and won nine ball games in a row to end up at 19 and 9. And Sutton will be the pitcher today against Jerry Royce of the Pirates. The Pirates have had uh, a tough road to get here this year. As in previous years, the Pirates uh, won by a rather comfortable margin. This year, it was a little bit different. This year, they struggled, they struggled. They lost a lot of heartbreaking games. They, they won some thrilling ball games. Uh, thrilling ball games, the likes of which I've never seen since I've been here in Pittsburgh. I'm sure the fans will agree. Uh, the last series with the Chicago Cubs, the Clinchers for the Bucks being one of the most exciting series ever witnessed here in Pittsburgh. Uh, the Pirates lost their first six games in a row and 10 out of the first 12 uh, to lead off the season in 1974. And they had a little little fight, a little uh, disagreement with the Cincinnati Reds here on July the 14th of this year and uh, won eight ball games in a row after that. It seems to have brought the ball club together. They won eight ball games in a row. They went on to play fantastic baseball, winning something like 51 out of the next 76 for the last 77 ball games. And they edged out the St. Louis Cardinals in a thrilling battle to the wire. So we'll be back. Uh, Bob Prince is up here now. He's getting testing his left arm. Bob, you better take a few warm-ups, lob a few balls onto the field. But I'm confident that he can do it. The umpires are meeting at home plate right now. Pirate team captain Wilbur Stargell and Dodger manager Walter Alston. We'll run through the lineups here for the opening game. The Los Angeles Dodgers, the Western Division champions, leading off and playing at second base will be Davey Lopes, who hit 266 during the regular season with 10 home runs and 35 runs batted in. Batting second will be Billy Buckner. 
Berkeley Buckers playing in left field. Ended up the regular season hitting 314. Jimmy Wynn will bat in the third position playing in center field. 32 home runs, 108 runs batted in. At first base, Steve Garvey, Dar Garvey, the steady man for the Dodgers during the entire 1974 season. The most valuable player in the All-Star game played here at Three River Stadium. He's done a whale of a job for him. He's hit 21 home runs, and he's driven in 111 runs. Joe Ferguson will be in right field, hitting fifth. Ron Say will be at third base, batting in the sixth position. Ron Say with 18 home runs, 97 runs batted in. Billy Russell will be at shortstop. Batting in the eighth position, Bill Yeager will be the catcher. And Don Sutton, sorry it's Steve Yeager, and Don Sutton with a record of 19-9, and nine, winner of his last nine ball games in a row, will be on the mound for the Dodgers. For the Pittsburgh Pirates, the lineup that got us here and got the Pirates here in the playoffs is just about the same as it is today. Manny Murtaugh planning no surprises. Leading off and playing at second base, Lenny Stennett ended up the season hitting 291 and did a fantastic job at second base, especially in the last half of the season. Batting in the second position and playing at third base, Richie Hebner. Hebner also, as Stennett, hit 291 during the regular campaign with 18 home runs and 68 runs batted in. In the third position, Al Oliver will finish second in the National League batting race to Ralph Gar with a 321 average. Wilbur Sargell will be hitting cleanup, batting number four, playing in left field. Richie Ziff will be in right field for the Pirates, the 313 batting average. Manny Sanguian will be behind the plate for the Pirates. Eddie Kirkpatrick will be at first base, and a lot of big base hits for the Pirates this year, a lot of game-winning hits. Frank Tavares will be at shortstop, and between the two of them, Tavares and Mendoza, a fantastic job for the Pirates this year. I'm sure much more than anybody could expect. Jerry Royce will be on the mound. The Pirates winning a pitcher for 1974 for the 16 of 11 record. Royce won a lot of big ball games on the stretch. He, too, off to a shaky start, just as the ball club was this year, but coming on very strong toward the end. And Jerry Royce, the left-hander, will be on the mound for the buck. So it's Royce against Sutton. The opening game, game number one of the 1974 National League Championship Series. The Pirates having won four out of the last five years, the Eastern Division Championship. The first time, the last time the Dodgers were in postseason play was 1966, when they played in the World Series. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we'll all rise and join in the singing of our national anthem.
We're just about ready to go here at Three Rivers Stadium in game number one. And standing alongside of us up here in the booth is pirate announcer Bob Trent, the gunner. And he's going to throw out the first pitch for today's ball game. Wish him all the luck in the world. And I'm very anxious to see how his left hand, left arm, what kind of condition it's in. They've just introduced Bob, and he's getting ready to let it go. And there it goes. Sailing, sailing. Perfect toss down to Manny Samguian, but he booted the ball down there. And it bounced out the home plate umpire, Nick Colosi. First ball. He's going to toss the second one. Hands are on their feet. There it goes. This one's a much stronger throw. Samguian backing up. It bounces at home plate. And out for the mound. Prince has come through. <laughs> a beautiful left-handed throw. Bob might be in one of these ball games before it's over. <laughs> the umpires for today's game. At home plate, Nick Colosi. At first base, Paul Fryer. At second base, Lee Wire. Third base, Johnny McSherry. Down the left field foul line, Shag Crawford, the veteran of the crew. And down the right field line, Dave Satch Davidson. Jerry Royce on the mound, taking his warm-up tosses to Manny Sandian. We'll set the Pirates for you defensively. In left field, Wolver Sargel. In center field, Al Oliver. Right field, Richie Zitt. Third base, Richie Hebner. Shortstop, Frank Tavares. Second base, Rennie Sennett. And at first base, Ed Kirkpatrick. Behind the plate, Manny Sandian. And on the mound, left-handed Jerry Royce with a 16-11 and 11 record, pitching on three days rest. Don Sutton will oppose Jerry, and as I told you earlier, Don ended the campaign in 1974 with nine victories in a row. So he is on a hot streak. At the same time today, out in Oakland, California, the Baltimore Orioles, winner of the American League East, will face the Oakland A's, winners of the American League West. And Good luck to both of those ball clubs. Only one of them will win. Charlie Spinley's boys out in Oakland or Earl Weaver's team uh, from Baltimore. And that game will start at 4 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Pittsburgh time. And we're ready to go here in Pittsburgh. Dave Lopes standing in for the Dodgers. Lopes finished with a 266 batting average. And let me tell you, he can run. Dave stole 59 bases and was only caught 18 times during the 1974 season. Here's the first pitch right over the plate. Just like one call. And the fans like that as game number one is underway. Under 70 degree skies, blue skies, Royce Wine comes in with the 0-1 pitch line to shortstop. Frank Tavares picks it off. There's one out. Wokes hit the ball hard but right at shortstop Frank Tavares. And Royce has retired the first Dodger to face him. One man out. The Dodgers, winners of 102 ball games during the 1974 season. And Cincinnati just about caught them in the last week, but couldn't quite do it. The mark of a real good ball club, they had to win, and they did it. The pressure was on, they came through. Billy Buckner standing in, playing in left field. That's left. At 314 during the season, Royce's first pitch is a call strike. That's ball. Over the heart of the plate, Nick Pelosi behind the plate. Richie Hebner playing in a few steps from the dirt portion of the infield at third base. The outfield in normal straightaway position for Buckner, who possesses a little bit of power. And Royce winds and fires as the second pitch is fouled off and a check swing back behind home plate. 0-2 on Billy Buckner, who hit 314 during the regular season with seven home runs and 58 runs batted in. And this fellow can run, too. He stole 31 bases during the regular season. 
30 doubles, three triples, and seven home runs. Royce peering into Manny Sandin. Buckner waving the war club across the plate. Royce taking his time. Winds and fires the 0-2 pitch. Line into center field. It's going to hang up there. Al Oliver's in, and he grabs it. Also another hard-hit ball, but it hung up long enough for Al Oliver to come in about five steps and make the catch waist high. So there's two outs for the Dodgers. Here in the top of the first inning of game number one, National League Championship Series. Jimmy Wynn, a tower of strength for the Dodgers all season long, with 32 home runs, 108 runs batted in, and hit 271. He had a fantastic year, the Dodgers acquiring Wynn from Houston in the offseason for a trade with Claude Osteen. Royce ready to face him, fires the first pitcher outside for ball one. First pitch by Jerry that's been outside of the strike zone. It's a gorgeous afternoon compared to what we've had the last few days. Royce winds and fires. High and away for ball two. 2-0. Two oh. This is the first Dodgers, Dodgers' first championship series, as we reminded you earlier. The last time the Dodgers were in postseason play was 1966. So it's been a little while for him under manager Walt Olson. Royce ready with a 2-0 and o pitch. Comes down. It's over for a call strike. 2-1 and one to Jimmy Wynn. Wynn stole 18 bases. Was caught 15 times stealing. So the entire Dodger ball club can run. And here's Royce coming down with a 2-1. and one. Down on the inside corner of the plate. A slider for strike two. 2-2 two, two, the count evens out to Jimmy Wynn. Two men out here in the top of the first inning. No score. Dodgers and the Pirates in Three Rivers Stadium. Roy, six foot six, standing out there on the mound. Long blonde hair. He winds. He fires 2 2 to win. Up high for ball three. Three and two, full count on Jimmy Wynn. The outfield is decidedly playing around the left for Wynn to fool the ball, which is this giving Wynn about 150 feet of the right field line. Enfield shaded to the left also. Royce fires three and two. Fouled off behind the plate up here in the stand. So the count is, remains at three and two. The Dodgers during the 1974 season, to give you an idea of their speed overall, stole 149 bases. That's compared with the Pirates' 55 bases. They were caught 75 times, so that's a pretty good record. And they were led by Lopes and Wynn and Buckner. And here's the 3-2 pitch. Up and away for ball four. So Royce loses Wynn. The first Dodger base runner. Trots down to first base. And here comes Steve Garvey, the first baseman for the Dodgers. Steve has been a tower of strength all year. He's been, uh, if you can, had one man that was uh, the steadiest performer for the Dodgers all year would have to be Steve Garvey. At 3-12, drove in 111 runs with 21 homers. Royce ready, looks at Wynn and throws over there. Royce, not known to have the greatest move to first base, but I'll say one thing, he's persistent, and he holds the runner on by throwing over there continually. He pauses, and he comes to the plate to Garvey, and Garvey takes up high, ball one. Snap throw by Manny Sandy in the first, but uh, Wynn is back in plenty of time. Steve Garvey, the 1974 most valuable player of the All-Star Game, won for the National League here at Three River Stadium, July 23rd. Wynn takes his lead, Royce looks over, comes to the set position. 
And comes to the plate to Garvey up high for ball two. So after getting the first two hitters rather easily and firing nothing but strikes to Lopes and Buckner, Wynn walks on a 3-2 pitch and now uh, has Royce in the hole 2-0. And you've got to be careful with this guy because he's got a lot of extra base power as evidenced by the 32 doubles and the 21 home runs. Royce ready with the 2-0 pitch, comes to the plate. Garvey swings, a high fly ball, the deep shortstop. Frank Tavares back on the edge of the outfield. He gathers it in, and the Dodgers are retired. On a 2-0 pitch, Garvey pops it up. Royce is out of the inning. No runs, no hits. One man left, and at the end of one half inning, it's no score. Back at Three Rivers Stadium. Bottom of the first inning coming up. Don Sutton out on the mound for the Dodgers. And we'll set the Dodgers defensively for you. They've got Buckner in left field. Jimmy Wynn in center. Joe Ferguson is in right field. Ron Say at third base. Calling the Penguin because of the way he walks and runs. Bill Russell at shortstop. Dave Lopes at second base. Steve Garvey at first. Don Sutton's on the mound. A record of 19 and 9. And Steve Yeager is behind the plate catching. 29-year-old right-hander. Had the second-best record of the Dodgers staff for the 19-9 mark. He was 6-8 on July the 20th when he lost to the Phillies and beginning of the victory on July the 25th against Houston. He won 13 of his last 14 starts. And Rennie Spinnett will be coming up to lead off against Don Sutton. Spinnett batting 291. The Pirates second baseman who has had a phenomenal year for the Bucs. The first pitch to the Pirates, swung on and fouled off, away to the right side. So Spinnett, as he does so often, swinging at the first pitch of the ballgame. Honey, you might be able to say, is a free swinger. With 291, seven home runs, 56 runs batted in, and the crowd is up for this one. You can hear them yelling in the background, stomping their feet, clapping their hands. Sutton comes in with the 0-1 pitch to Rennie. Over the outside part of the plate, a breaking ball for strike two. Senate ended the 1974 season with more hits than any Pirates second baseman in history, 196. Previous high being George Grantham. Sutton back to the plate with the 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Ball in the dirt. Jaeger drops the ball, picks it up, throws Senate out at first base, so there's one up and one out for the Buckos. Senate striking out on a breaking ball that bounced in the dirt in front of Jaeger. He picked it up and threw Senate out at first base. Bring up Richie Hebner, the third baseman, who ended the campaign with a 291 average, 18 home runs, and 68 runs batted in. Left-handed hitter, Sutton winds. Here's the throw. Inside for ball one. Another breaking ball. Sutton going to his breaking pitches against the first two pirate hitters. Richie Hebner swinging the bat back and forth. 1-0 the count. Sutton winds. Here's the talk. Ball two up high. Another breaking ball. So Sutton, out of the first five pitches, hasn't thrown a fastball yet, Bob. Got the shadows in right field coming down over the stadium. 2-0 count to Richie Hebner. Sutton's ready. Here's the pitch. Inside. It hit him. The ball hit Hebner on the right arm, and Hebner trots down the first base to first pirate base runner. Another breaking ball on a 2 0 pitch. So Sutton has thrown six straight breaking pitches for the Pirates and not going to the fastball at all. And Al 
with a 321 batting average is going to stand in again. Mr. Sutton. Ponce at third base, playing up. Not expecting a bunt. Here's DeWine. Here's the pitch to Oliver, another breaking ball. Hard slider that almost hit him. Al had to dance out of the way of that inside pitch. So it's seven straight breaking balls thrown by Sutton. Oliver had a phenomenal year for the Bucks. And he's second in the league with a 321 batting average behind Ralph Dorr of Atlanta. Sutton pauses, fires, fastball, popped up foul, and it'll get into the stands on the third base side behind the Dodger dugout. Oliver ended the season with 198 hits. Dorr had 214. He tied Johnny Bench for second in the league with doubles with 38. Pete Rose led the league with 45 doubles. Richie Hebner's on first. There's one man out. Al Oliver, here's the pitch. Change-up, breaking ball. Down low, he swung and missed. Strike two. Oliver biting for a low change-up. Count one and two. One man out. No score. Bottom of the first inning in game number one. The 1974 National League Championship Series from Three River Stadium. Don Sutton working quickly. Pauses. Looks at first. Here's the pitch to Oliver. Swung and a miss for strike three. Oliver went after a low breaking ball. Swung on a miss. Two men away. Hebner still at first base. Will Vistarjo coming to the plate. Willie, you might say, an off year for him, not as far as average is concerned, but as far as home runs and RBIs are concerned. 25 home runs, 96 runs batted in. Fell four short of having 100 runs batted in for his fourth consecutive year. But Willie hit 301 and had a lot of time we hit. Sutton ready, looks at Hebner, fires the Stargell, up high, fastball. Ball one. Stargell raised his Major League lifetime batting average to 283 this year and was fourth in the league with 37 doubles. Sutton pauses, he's at the belt, he fires the Stargell, swung it and fouled off behind the plate. One and one. Hebner, who was hit by a pitch ball down at first base. The infield is in the Stargell shift. The second baseman, Lopes, is back on the outfield side of the diamond. The shortstop, Russell, is directly behind second base, as a matter of fact, just to the right of second base. And Ron say the third baseman, is pulled over toward the shortstop spot. Sutton ready. Here's the pitch to Stargell. Breaking ball on the outside part of the plate for strike two calls. Now that looks somewhat like uh, either an off-speed pitch that tailed away from Stargell or maybe even a uh, screwball. It broke away from Willie. Beautiful afternoon. Shirts lead crowd. Sutton looks at Hebner, comes down with a pitch, popped up on the infield. Catcher Jaeger going out toward third, say coming in. Jaeger calls for the ball and catches it halfway up the line in foul territory for the third out. And Stargell is retired. For the Pirates, no runs, no hits. One man left on at the end of one full inning, and Pittsburgh gets nothing, nothing. Back at Three River Stadium in Pittsburgh for inning number two. Pirates-Dodgers, nice need 1974 championship series. And we're nothing, nothing going into the second. We're John Sutton dueling Jerry Roy. Leading off of the Dodgers... We'll be right fielder Joe Ferguson. Ferguson, a 292-252 performer during the 74 season. Royce winds and fires. 
He takes the first pitch in over the inside corner for a strike. 0-1-1 Joe Ferguson. Ferguson, 16 home runs and 57 runs batted in during the season for the Dodgers. Joyce winds and fires. Off-speed breaking pitch just inside, ball one. Ferguson divided his time between right field and behind the plate. Steve Yeager doing most of the catching when the Dodgers faced the left-handed pitching. Royce down with a 1-1 pitch, swung on, deep drive, the left field's going to go foul. A long drive in the left field that uh, bounces into the seat. Foul by a good margin, but he hit the ball well out in front of it. Count, one and two on Ferguson. Steve Yeager had a string earlier this season of about 20 straight ball games in which he started behind the plate, and the Dodgers won all of them. Royce winds and fires the one and two off-speed pitch, fouled off down at the feet of Ferguson, dribbles up the first baseline. First base coach Junior Gilliam comes over and feels the ball. Gilliam coaching at first, and Tom Lasorda at third base for the Dodgers. What a beef on the uh, umpiring crew. Johnny McSherry down at third base. We wire out at second base. It's about 500 and some pounds between the two of them. Here's the one and two pitch. Ground ball up the middle. It's going to be in the center field for a base hit. First hit of the ball game. Joe Ferguson didn't hit the ball hard. Frank Tavares was pulled over a little. Playing him to pull the ball. He hit it up the middle for a hit. So Ferguson's on first base with the Dodgers' first hit off Jerry Royce in the first hit of the ball game. And Ron Say, the third baseman, the Penguin, will be the next hitter for the Dodgers. Say checked in with a 262 average during the season, with 18 home runs and 97 runs batted in. And fuels his position well. Voice at the belt, looks at Ferguson, comes to Say, breaking ball up and away, ball one. Ron Say, the Penguin. All he needs is a tuxedo on and play the part well. Zisk off the right field line. Pirates pulling Say to pull and playing him deep. Ferguson taking a short lead off first. Royce comes down with a 1-0 pitch. Fly ball down the right field line. It's going to twist its way into the stands down the right field line. And about the second row, Rennie Stennett and Ed Kirkpatrick giving chase. Out of play, 1-1. One the Dodgers in Cincinnati. The Dodgers took a big early lead this year and managed to hold off the hard-charging Reds toward the end of the season. And probably mainly because they had a 12-6 and record against Cincinnati in head-to-head competition. They beat Cincinnati if nobody else did. And that's the reason they're here. Royce is ready with the one-and-one pitch to say. Here it is. Fly ball down the right field line once more. Smith might have a play on this one. It's going to be in foul ground. He's over there. He's got it. Stennett racing far down the right field line in foul territory as he has done so many times this year and makes an easy play out of what looked like might be a tough chance. One man out as Say pops to Stennett down the right field line in foul territory. Ferguson holding on at first base and Billy Russell, the shortstop, comes to the plate. Ferguson singled up the middle down at first base. Bill Russell, one of the strongest arms in the major leagues at shortstop. Stands in. Royce looks at Ferguson, comes down to Russell. Fouled off behind the plate for strike one. Here's a man that can run, but didn't do it too often this season. He's got great speed. Stole 14 bases. Committed 39 errors at shortstop. But the reason that 
you commit a lot of errors like that. And the reason Russell did, I'm sure, is he, he got to a lot of balls and tried to make the play anyway. Here's the pitch to him. Ground ball, second base side, into right field, just past the diving Senate. Ferguson's going to try to go to third, and he's going to make it. Fighting into third ahead of the throw by Richie Zitz. So the Dodgers mount the first threat of the afternoon in game number one. Ferguson singling up the middle with nobody out. Ron Say popped out. Now Billy Russell slices the ball just past Clint Stinnett at second base, who dove with the ball but couldn't quite reach it. And Ferguson goes over to third base. And you've got a dangerous hitter up here in the person of Steve Yeager. Steve had a big grand slam home run out in Dodger Stadium this year against Cincinnati that won him a big ball game out there down the stretch run. And he's hit 12 home runs this year, platooning with Ferguson behind the plate. Royce Reddy, here's the pitch. Swinging him in his fastball, strike one. Dodgers, runners on first and third. Ferguson over at third. Russell at first. And Steve Yeager at the plate. So Jerry Royce in his first bit of hot water. Wines, looks at first. Here's the pitch to Yeager. Swung on him, missed on a fastball for strike two. Royce has hit the outside corner of the plate with two fastballs, and Yeager's gone after both of them and missed. 41 runs driven in during the regular season. Russell off first. Ferguson off third, and Royce is ready to come down to the 0-2 pitch to Yeager. Here it is. Fastball up and in for ball one. The Pirate bullpen already in action is Larry Dimery, the right-hander, and Juan Pizarro, the left-hander, go at it. Danny Murtaugh not going to waste any time. Each one of these games means so much. In a three-out-of-five series, uh, can't afford to leave anything to chance. Jerry Royce winds, pauses. Here comes the one-and-two pitch, fouled off down the third baseline. Pass coach Tom Lasorda, a hard-hit ball, but well outside of the bag at third. Louis Stargell fielding it down the left field line, tosses it to the Dodger bullpen. The Dodgers as a team hit 272 and limited their opponents to an average of 232 this season, so they got great pitching and very, very good hitting with a lot of power, something they lacked in the past. Royce pauses at the belt, comes to Yeager, change up, just got a piece of it and fouled it off back on the screen behind the plate. You know what you need here, Fitz? You need a Hoover. We got to get a 6-4-3 popper. He'd want a Bob Prince's Hoover. Yes, sir. You get a real Ooh, ripper, buddy. Pull it out of there. You can get this guy on a breaking ball. Well, let's try to get him out. We've got a one and two count on him, and Royce is ready. Looks at first. Here's the pitch. Up and outside with a fastball. Evens the count at two and two. Bob, it looks like we've probably got around 40,000 people here today. Pretty close to it, I'd say, Fitz. And a beautiful day for baseball. It's a shame to have to draw a whole 162-game season down to three out of five, but it's kind of exciting. That's the way it is. Seems like every year. Here's the pitch. Up and outside with the breaking ball, and the strings run out on Yeager at three and two. Royce took something off a breaking ball, and uh, it was very wide and, and high from the plate. Yeager took it at 3-2. Now we'll have to watch Russell down at first base because he'll probably be moving on the pitch. Yeah, if Yeager's not much of a strikeout, man, I don't think he is, John. Why, uh, you almost got to go with Russell to pop the double play ball out of there. Russell's got real good speed, but Mr. Yeager doesn't run that well. 
First and third, Roy steps back off the mound. Jaeger's back in the batter's box, ready to go. Russell takes his lead at first. Royce pauses at the belt. Throws over to first base. Russell back. Ferguson coming down the line a bit, and now going back to third base. The Dodgers can hurt you in a lot of ways. They can run, they can field, they've got great pitching, and they've got a lot of power. And a very capable manager in Walter Alston. Royce is ready. Here's the pitch. Russell not going a swing and a miss. He's struck him out. So Bob, talking about a strikeout, got one, and a big one at that. Two men away, and then fell on first and third base for the Dodgers, and pitcher Don Sutton coming up, and Bob will tell you he's no soft touch. No, he's not, but there's where Alston knows a little more than you and I. That's why he didn't have Russell going, or that had been a double play. That's why he's been around here for about 20 years, I guess, yeah. Bob. <laughs> I asked him, what are you going to do this year down on the field, John? He said, well, I'll go back to Dartown. When it gets real cold, I'll go out and shoot Skeeton Pool, and then I'll come down and see what the lads look like along about March. <laughs> <laughs> he's done a fantastic job of piloting yep. the Dodgers for the last 19, 20 years. Royce ready to Sutton. Here's the pitch. A five with a fastball, ball one. Don Sutton, as we said, is no slouch with the bat. He's got 18 hits this year for a 184 average. He's driven in seven runs. And uh, he's always up there swinging. He's got a good eye at the plate. Royce ready at the belt. That's the first. Here's the pitch. Sutton takes up high ball two. So Royce is quickly behind to Sutton. He's thrown two fastballs. They've been out of the strike zone, up high, and hit 2-0. and We're in the first second inning, top of the second inning. We've got no score, but the Dodgers are threatening. Don Sutton, right-handed hitter. Royce at the belt. Looks at first. Comes down to the pitch. Down low, ball three. Now, Mr. Royce is going to be in a little trouble here if he walks Mr. Sutton. He's got men on first and third right now. Davey Lopes, the second baseman. A pretty fair hitter is on deck. Royce is ready to come down with a 3-0 pitch and does. It's up high for ball four. Royce after striking out Jaeger on a 3-2 and two pitch, comes down with four straight wild ones to pitcher Don Sutton, and the Dodgers have the bases loaded. And Davey Lopes is coming up. And he lined out the shortstop in his first time at the plate the first inning. I hope this is a situation that I've seen, uh, I'm sure you have, John. Lots of times when Royce, when he gets behind a guy, will just pitch carefully to put him on if he has to, uh, to get to the next guy because he feels he can, he'd rather go to Lopes, maybe say the base is loaded two out than to come down the pike uh, three and out of Sutton. I mean, I don't know whether that's what he did, but I get the feeling sometimes he pitches that way. Could be, Bob. Lopes swings and fouls the first pitch off the fastball behind the plate up on the screen. Strike one. I wouldn't want to have to pitch that way every day, though, would you? No, it might take a little out of you to <laughs> think that way every day, Bob. No score, top of the second inning. First game of the 74 championship series, Dodgers and the Pirates, Three River Stadium. Beautiful afternoon. 0-1 count for Dave Lope. Bases loaded with Dodgers. Royce ready. Here's the 0-1 pitch up high, ball one. Count even, 1-1. One one. Fans on the edge of their seats a little now. A murmuring going on through the crowd. You see three Dodgers out there on the base pass. Lopes at 333 against the Pirates this year, and he had a home run late in the year. Here's the pitch. Up high and outside for ball two. Just a little reaction from the crowd here. 
What bothers you here? You put four men. He faced four in the first. He's faced so far one, two, three, four, five. Now six here. Even if we get out of the inning, we're giving too many guys a chance to get back up there, John. Too many guys, and he's thrown too many pitches already here in the first two innings. The second inning not over yet. He's ready with a 2-1 pitch to Lopes. Comes down with it up high over the fastball. Ball three. So Royce experiencing control problems here in the second inning. Ferguson singled up the middle to open up the inning. After Say fouled out, Russell singled to right field, sending Ferguson to third base. Royce went 3-2 and two on Jaeger. He fouled the pitch off. Then he struck him out. He walked Sutton on four straight wide ones to load the bases. And now he's behind 3-1 and one to Davey Lopes. Lopes received 66 walks during the regular season. He struck out 71 times. And he slammed 10 home runs. Now his main threat is to get on base as the leadoff man and steal some bases, which he did so well. After Sanguian, brief visit to the mound, Royce is ready. He's 3-1 to Lopes. He comes down with a 3-1 pitch. Swung on and fouled off at his feet for strike two. So now we've got that moment of truth once more, Bob. 3-2, two, two and out. Base is loaded. And uh, it's a little tight here. Yeah, let's see whether he's got to come from the stretch or wind up. I, uh, I'd be inclined to want to hold these guys as close to that bag as I could. I have to think so. Russell can really run at second base. Sutton's got good speed at first base. Got to keep him close, and he's going to come to the stretch position. He's not going to go into his full windup. He's ready. Runners will be off. Here's the pitch to Lopes. Up high, ball four. The Dodgers have drawn first blood. David Lopes walks with the bases loaded, forcing across Mr. Ferguson from third base. The Dodgers lead 1-0 in the top of the second inning. So Jerry Royce throwing an awful lot of pitches behind on an awful lot of hitters so far. The first two innings has forced the first run across the plate. Lopes gets credit for a run batted in. Ferguson scores from third. The bases remain loaded, and Bill Buckner's up there. And Bob, he's tough on right and left-handers. Royce winds and fires to him. Swung on and grounded foul. You get the feeling he's about as hard-nosed a ball player as you're going to see anywhere. You remember the ball game when Aaron set the record, he went climbing up over that left field wall in Atlanta and came awfully close to catching it. He fights you for everything. I remember a couple of catches that he uh, attempted against us out in Los Angeles. He slammed into the bullpen wall in left field. Voice is ready. Owen one to Buckner. Here it is. Ground ball, second base. Big hop. Senate boots the ball, sits up, and fires the first. He got him. Looked like it was going to take a big hop. At the last moment, Senate short hopped it. Picked it up, made a fine recovery, and threw him out. So the bases remain loaded, and the Dodgers get one run on two hits, no pirate errors, and three men left on base. Score one nothing Dodgers in the bottom of the second. John Fitzpatrick, I was talking to Don Sutton down at field while you were busy straightening out the affairs for Mr. Galbraith and all the owners coming in. He said, what are you going to do this year after baseball? Are you going to be a disc jockey? Well, he said, no, I'm going back to Whittier College, and I'm going to get my degree in economics, or a uh, master's degree in that. And he said, I've already had two papers subpoenaed. I said, oh, you know, he's really funny at that, but he's a, apparently been a very good disc jockey in Los Angeles and a rather sharp individual all, all the way around. Certainly is. Real fine young gentleman also, Bob. And he's ready to go here in the bottom half of the second inning as the Pirates come up and the Dodgers lead 1-0. 
Dodgers, one run, two hits, no errors. The Pirates yet to have their first hit. And Richie Viss is going to try to do something about that right now. The Chief tailed off a little toward the end of the season, but still wound up with a 313 batting average. Sutton winds and fires. It's ball one. Fastball inside. Richie had a 100 RBI season. His first in the major leagues this year and hit 17 home runs. Outfield around to the left on fifth. Here's the windup by Sutton and the pitch swung on. A big cut. He missed it. Strike one. One and one. Bob, you did a fine job of throwing out the first pitches. Well, thank you. I'm very disappointed at saying he couldn't catch him. I flared him right down there to his feet. Too much stuff for him. Here's the wind by Sutton. The pitch, a breaking ball, stays inside. Two and one. Taking lessons from Gaylord Perry or something, I think you had a little more on that ball than you want to admit. Don Sutton on the mound, 19 and nine, winner of his uh, 13 of his last 14 ball games during the regular season for the Dodgers. Two and one to Zisk. Here comes Sutton. Swung on it, popped up on the infield on the right-hand side. First baseman Garvey backs up three, four steps. He's in fair territory and makes the catch for out number one. No, I think I ought to say right here is the Dodgers lead one nothing. A lot of people are calling to find out who you are. They like your style. I'll say, you, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to John Fitzpatrick, who used to be the bat boy for the Pirates. His father used to be a third-base coach for the Pirates. He, John Fitzpatrick, is our traveling secretary. And he's nice enough to step in and help us out because I've had a pretty bad cold for the last several days and haven't gotten over the rigors of throwing out the first ball yet. But this is John Fitzpatrick, our traveling secretary. Well, we're ready to face Manny Sanguian, who grounds the first pitch down to stay at third base. He fires over to first, and Manny's out. Sutton through Sanguian on the first pitch, a change of speed pitch, and uh, Sanguian was way out in front of it, grounded weakly to third base, and they fired him out at first. Bob, you're sure that was worth calls and complaint? No, no yeah. calls or complaint, John. <laughs> None at all. This is an enjoyable task coming up and helping you out here today. Eddie Kirkpatrick stepping in. Two outs for the Pirates in the last of the second inning. Don Sutton sailing along. Pirates haven't had a hit yet. Here's the first pitch to Edgar Kirkpatrick inside ball one. Eddie hit 247 during the regular season with six home runs and 38 runs batted in. And that can be deceiving because he got quite a few game-winning hits and big hits for the Pirates. Down the stretch run. Sutton's ready in the 1-0. Fires. Low and inside for ball two six umpires working this game here today and as Bob said earlier, the shadows are getting deeper and deeper in right field and make it a little tough to play out there for the right fielder. Sutton on the 2-0 pitch to Kirkpatrick up high with a fastball for ball three. Pirates have had one base runner, Richie Hebner, who got aboard first base, got hit by a pitch ball on the right arm by Sutton. Outside of that, they haven't done much of anything so far. Bennett struck out, Oliver struck out. Two outs here in the second. The 3-0 pitch is down the middle for call strike one. 3-1 to Kirkpatrick. This little fire cry from Kansas City for Spanky Kirkpatrick, and it? Absolutely. He's done a whale of a job here. When he first came here, they said, who's Ed Kirkpatrick? Well, I think they know by now. Here's the 3-1 pitch from Sutton. Fastball down, right down the middle for strike two. 3-2 and two on Kirkpatrick. Spanky's the... Everybody calls him around Three River Stadium. Bob, I don't know if he got that name from the R-Gang comedies or, or where he picked it up. I don't know. It was somewhere in his childhood. Sutton ready 3-2 to Kirkpatrick. Here it is. Torn on and fouled off behind the plate. Up on the screen. Count remains at 3-2. Two. 
He's, uh, he and his wife, I guess, well, your wife's in the real estate business as a side venture, so I got the home for him out in uh, South Hill, some area, and I think they're going to remain here now, and he wants to work in the off-season, John. Which, and he'd be a good guy to represent somebody because he has the smarts and he's a good, uh, a well-met individual. Eddie's looking for a job here in the public relations capacity in some sort. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Inside ball four. Sutton walks his first man. In the second inning, Chris Patrick gets the board. And that'll bring up Frank Tavares. So Sutton went three and two to Kirkpatrick Patrick and then walked in. With two men out in the bottom of the second inning, the Dodgers leading one to nothing. Bob Skinner's down at third base coaching for the Pirates, and Jose Pagan handles the chores at first base. Ferguson comes in anymore in right field. He can shake hands with his first baseman, eh? I told a lot of people here to notice how Joe Ferguson played Frank Tavares, and he's really in right field shallow. Tavares takes a healthy cut and fouls off the first pitch. 0-1 to Frank, hit 246 during the regular season. Eddie Kirkpatrick on first base, he walks. Two men down, Dodgers lead 1-0. Sutton working on a new baseball out of the mound. He works quickly. He's ready to go again. Comes down with the 0-1 pitch. He pops it up foul behind the plate on the screen. So Tavares is in the hole quickly, 0-2. There's no way, Bob, that Tavares could hit any ball in the air to right field shallow and have it fall in for a hit with Ferguson. Where I wouldn't know how. You've got to hit a little liner in between first and second, and that might be tough. It's got to be a low liner. <laughs> Sutton's ready to Tavares once more. 0-2 pitch. He comes down with it. Breaking ball in the dirt. Ball one. Bob, you noticed during the season that some right fielders on the other ball clubs played Tavares quite deep. Mm-hmm. And Tavares just popped those line drives in there regularly. Sutton throws over to first base and almost picks Steve Garvey off the bag. Wasn't expecting the throw. He's playing behind Kirkpatrick at first. Not expecting Spanky to be running. Here's the pitch to Tavares, who grounds it down the third base, stays, bottles the ball, picks it up. Russell throws the first, he's safe. Tavares hit the ball hard down the third base, it bounced off Spay, Russell was backing him up, picked the ball up and fired the first, and just did miss Frank Tavares, who's aboard. And they call it an error on Ron Spay. Russell was playing so close to say on that play that it looked like one of the same individual. He was on his heels. Yeah, well, I think that Russell gunned that ball over there. Only Tavares or somebody like him was going to beat that play out as you described it, John. Absolutely, Bob. Nobody else on our ball club would be testing maybe Gene Klein today. Parker would have beaten it. Sutton's got two men on now. Jerry Royce is the hitter, hitting from the left side and lines the ball into the center field. This might go over the rim's head. He backs up. He one-hands the ball in center field. Jerry Royce hit the ball hard and deep to center field on the first pitch, but Wynn raced back to make a one-handed catch. So for the Pirates, an exciting inning. No runs, no hits. Two men left on base, one Dodger error. At the end of two, it's one nothing Dodgers. Ready to go in inning number three at Pirates Three River Stadium. one nothing Dodgers. Jerry Royce on the hill against Don Sutton. The Dodgers have gone first blood here in the second inning. Put, a, put together a couple of hits, a couple of walks. And Jerry Royce walked the run in. 
And it drives a significant two. Johnny Fitzpatrick, because Royce is the only guy to hit the ball out of the infield, and he almost drove it over the head of a shallow center fielder, Jim Wynn. And that would have been money in the bank if he gets that over his coconut. I'll tell you, the crowd could see two runs on that play, and I could see two, Bob, but Jimmy Wynn, with his good speed, raced back in the deep center field and hauled it down one-handed. He made a good play on the ball. If he doesn't, he bucks that two runs, and Royce is going to go for three bases. So often is the case, Jimmy Wynn is the first hitter here in the third inning for the Dodgers, the man that made the good play to end the second inning. Jimmy Wynn set a Los Angeles record for home runs in a season with 32. Here's the windup by Royce in the pitch. Breaking ball down and inside for ball one. What a trade that was for the Dodgers, Bob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Osteen, since coming over to Houston, has gone on to St. Louis. Jimmy Wynn uh, has had a great year for the Dodgers. Boy, I, it's up high for ball two. Boy, I heard it. They were almost ready to release Osteen outright and ended up uh, getting win for him. And that had to be something. Incredible. Royce down with a 2-0 pitch. Down the middle. Swung on a miss. Strike one. Wynn swung so hard at that one. His helmet comes flying off. Manny Sandian retrieves it and gives it back to him. When I broke into baseball, that swing there would draw the next pitch right around your head, and you'd go flat on your back no matter what the ball and strike count was. Stick right when next, I broke in. Stick the next one right out of your yeah, ear. You better believe You're it. You're absolutely right. <laughs> it's changed a little, Bob. Yep. Two and one pitch to win, swung and fouled off behind the plate on the screen. Two two. Which gives them the advantage of digging in. Absolutely. And dig in they do. You see mm-hmm. more of them digging in. They used to call Gil Hodges uh, the grave digger, mm-hmm. but these guys uh, would put him to shame, I think. 2-2 count to Jimmy Wynn, third inning. Jerry Royce experiencing control problems, got behind on Wynn, but he's even now. Here's the pitch, ground ball, shortstop, one out to Deveris, comes up with it, fires him out at first base. Wynn getting down that line quickly, he's got good speed, but Deveris with a fine arm, throws him out for the first out. I just thinking in the American League where you were for a while with Oakland, but even before that, Vic Rashi and Allie Reynolds and uh, Sal Magley here and Ewell Blackwell in the National League, Jimmy Wynn might not be around to take that third swing after the second one. With the Dodgers here, you might mention Don Dreisler. Oh, yes. <laughs> Indeed. Would have been tough to swing swing like that against Drysdale anyway. You know? Yeah, especially when you're standing on your head, John. Didn't get too many good cuts. Steve Garvey, Dodger first baseman and cleanup hitter standing in here. Hopped up to the shortstop Tavares to end the first inning. He's 0 for 1. Ball 1, no strikes. Here's the pitch. Down low, ball 2. Bob Jerry's throwing an awful lot of pitches and getting behind an awful lot of hitters. Yeah, he's throwing away more than he normally should. I'd keeps this up and goes nine. He'll be up about 180 pitches. That's too many. An incredible pitcher if he can do that. Line in the left field, the 2-0 pitch. Well, they said down the line. Sargell racing over to play it. Garvey's going to go for two. Sargell throws. Not going to get him. He's going to slide in with a double. But Jerry Royce got behind Steve Garvey, 2-0, and he lined the 2-0 pitch solidly down the left field line. Sargell making a good play to cut it off, but Garvey, who can run, as can all of the Dodgers, legs it into second base with a double. Joe Ferguson coming up to face Jerry Royce. So Jerry is getting behind on too many hitters here early in the ball game, and he's quite a man if he can pitch his way out of all these jams now. He's ready to go to Ferguson. He swings on the first pitch, grounds it down to third base. Hebner over, fires. He's got him. 
Gebner racing over in front of Tavares at uh, the shortstop position. Made a great play and fired Ferguson out at first base. Ranging far to his left. Two men out. And Garvey remains on second base. Got Ron Say the Penguin coming up here for a second at bat. Fouled out to Rennie Sinnott the first time up down the right field line. Dodgers lead 1 0. And with three hits, the Pirates have none. Ron Say hit 302 against the Pirates this year. Had three home runs and six runs batted in. Tied a Dodger record or set a Dodger record with eight runs batted in in one game against the San Diego Padres earlier this year down in San Diego, I believe. Also had a great RBI game in Chicago before a horde of relatives in Wrigley Field one day this year. Royce is ready. Garvey's off second. Stays up there. The first pitch is a breaking ball. Up high for ball one. Bob will put a tuxedo on this guy and That'll be it. Call him the Penguin, huh? Then groom him with uh, George Theodore of the Mets. You'd have the <laughs> Penguin in the start. <laughs> Voice is ready to go today. Here's the pitch. Strike one call over the outside part of the plate. It's like a fastball. One and one. Dodgers lead one nothing. Top of the third inning. Game number one of the 1974 championship series. For the pennant of the National League. The right to go on and meet the American League champion in the World Series. Royce is ready to go to say 1-1 pitch. Here it is. Inside corner of the plate. Strike two. Call. Ron Say didn't like the call. He has a brief conversation with plate umpire Nick Pelosi. Doesn't last long. They never do. I don't think he's going to change his decision at this point. So it's one and two. Royce is pitching a few strikes. If he has that pitch, come back with it. Come back with it again. One and two to say. Royce is ready. Looks second base. Garvey comes down to say. Mm. Outside, but just that side. Ball two. Didn't miss for much, Bob. No, it didn't. And we'll pause ten seconds for station identification. This is the Pirate Baseball Network. All the good sports Two-two count. Ron Say, the batter, with Steve Garvey out on second base. Time is called by Say. Steps out of the batter's box. Garvey goes back to second. Pirates play Say, the full hitter, and fairly deep. He's got good power. At 18 home runs this year. Voice is ready. Comes to the belt. Here it comes to Say. Swung on and fouled off over the pirate dugout and into the crowd. A vicious line drive. Two-two. The count remains on Say. Bob, every one of these guys can run. They've got on this ball club. Yes, and that's a great advantage, not only defensively, but offensively. When they're moving, they make you do things you don't want to do. Maybe throw the ball a base ahead or too quickly or something. Speed is a great factor. Yes, sir. 2-2 pitch to say. Blind weakly to second base. Kirkpatrick races over. Smith's going to take it himself and wins the foot race for stay to first base. A weak little line drive. The Kirkpatrick cut in from his face. to go here in the bottom of the third inning for the Pirates. The Dodgers leading 1-0. Game number one of the championship series. And 
Lenny Sennett is taking a little extra time to come out of that pirate dugout. He was shaken up on the play at first base, which was a fantastic play. Ron Say hit a weak little line drive in the general direction of Lenny. Ed Kirkpatrick came over in front of him, but he called him off. Sennett called Kirkpatrick off, made the play himself, and then outraced Say to the bag, winning, as Bob would say, by a night nap eyelash. <laughs> So he's uh, being patched up, no doubt, down in the Pirates' dugout by trainer Tony Bargeron. I thought he was a little worried about how he had to get to that bag, and of course, Say was sliding. I couldn't tell, John, whether he got nicked by Say's slide or whether Rennie might have, uh, as he rolled over the bag, as you described, might have twisted his ankle a little bit. Could have been either way, Bob. He could very well have gotten spiked by Say. And Say was coming in there like a freight train, and they both arrived practically at the same time, Rennie just nipping him. Speed we're talking about again, where in this case Kirkpatrick had committed himself, and I have to say, sort of foolishly, he has no play on the ball. Once it's by him, he's going to get right back to first, and then Santa can just give it to him real easy and side out. That's right. Royce, uh, probably not figuring that Kirkpatrick was going to leave the bag, didn't go over to cover first base. Nobody was there, so then he had to do it himself. And here he comes, bleeding off the third inning for the Pirates, and he gets a fine round of applause. Like you said, Jimmy Wynn made a great play on Royce. It's amazing how the guy that ends the inning with a great play ends up leading off at the plate. It's just remarkable how that happens. More often than not, yep. the Pirates have to get something going here against Don Sutton. Uh, it's early in the ball game, the third inning, but the only man to hit the ball hard so far has been pitcher Jerry Royce. Sennett struck out the first time up on three straight pitches from Don Sutton, and he's ready to go after him once more. Sutton winds and fires. Sennett grounds it weakly down the third base line. Save charges. Picks it up, fires the first, and he's got him by a step. Rennie, I'll say one thing for him. Runs gives you 100% all the time, 150% all the time. He's the Pirates version of uh, Pete Rose of Cincinnati, Charlie Hustle. Say made a fine play and came up firing and got Sennett by a step at first base for the first out of the Pirates' third inning in which he Hebner stands in was hit by a pitch in the first inning. Button winds and fires to Hebner who grounds at the second base on one hop, lopes on the outfield side of the diamond, picks it up and throws Hebner out at first base for out number two. For the Pirates, two up, two down on two straight pitches here in the third inning. I'd say we'll put a fork in this Sutton about the 6th or 7th inning. Well, Don Sutton uh, was quoted as saying something like that in the paper either yesterday or today, that you can hold the Pirates easily for four or five, six innings, and then all of a sudden they explode on you. And here's Al Oliver with two men out, swings and fouls off the first pitch behind the plate. we got to work on our game of getting the ball out of the infield first. Not pitch. That's very important. Work on the fundamentals. Yeah. <laughs> You're a great believer in fundamentals. <laughs> Get the ball up in the air and out of the infield. 0-1 now, Oliver. Sutton's ready. Here's the pitch. Fly ball, center field, medium center field. Jimmy Wynn's going to take it without any problem. He camps under it. He takes it. The Pirates are out. 1-2-3. A very easy inning for Sutton in the third inning. And the score remains at the end of three. Dodgers 1, Pirates nothing. Baseball has been brought to you by Iron City Beer. As we go to the fourth inning, your host is your Pirate Land Chrysler Plymouth dealer who has immediate delivery on America's number one selling company.
The Dodgers out in front more than nothing have threatened against Royce in the second and third innings, and the only run they've gotten has been a bases loaded walk. Bill Russell will lead it off in the fourth inning. He's single in the second. That sent Ferguson over to third base. Pitch, you working or you leaving? You're not working. Russell takes a pitch up high for a ball. Burrell High School Buccaneer Band was on before the ball game. Put on a good pregame show. Line drive, left field. The schedule started in, but drifts back a step or two on the warning track. Back near it, he's got it. Willie almost misplayed that ball. Very clear sky, but uh, some clouds starting to filter in here. And outfielders look for those protective little devils up there to help them. The Sunfield, later on, will move around more into left field, but it's no factor right now. Jaeger struck out in the third in the second inning. Looked like a big strikeout with Sutton coming up, but Royce then committed the unpardonable sin of walking. Line drive right to Hebner at his knee tops at his knees. Rather, he got it. Line drive out. I was going to say, say shoot tops, but it was right at his knees, and Hebner almost dropped the ball at the fingertips off the glove. A two down quickly in the Dodgers fourth inning. They lead one to nothing, and the batter will be Don Sutton. Gary, of course, uh, figured with the strikeout of Jaeger that with the pitcher coming up, he was out of it, but he didn't get out of it. Fastball in there, taking strike one. He walked Sutton and walked Lopes to force in the run. The 0-1 delivery, grounded weakly off the first base side, it's foul. Hit the soft dirt in the sliding pit and took a funny bounce on Kirkpatrick. Sutton has uh, driven in seven runs this year. Has not been an automatic out, man. Fastball way up high, almost the backstop. One ball and two strikes. Interesting to hear people last night talking about where they heard that final game of the season when the Pirates won it in such miraculous fashion. Swing and a miss in Sutton. Goes down swing. That's the second strikeout for Jerry. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left for the first time. The Dodgers go out in order. We go to the bottom of the fourth, and the Dodgers lead 1-0. We mentioned it before about people talking where they heard the Pirates capture the divisional title in that weird play against the Cubs. He was driving back on the turnpike, picking it up. He said he almost went off the side of the road when... Pirates won that thing, and particularly on the pass ball by Swisher. George Brethren and his wife, uh, Captain, picking up the ball game. He said earlier in the week they were on a cruise ship down in the Atlantic Ocean, and a guy was up in the bridge getting the radiograms or something, running down, telling them what they did. They had a pirate pep rally on board the ship. And most of the people were from New York. Stargell leads off the fourth inning against Don Sutton. The Dodgers lead 1-0, the pitch up high, ball one. Tickets for tomorrow's game are available here at the ballpark and at the G.C. Murphy's if you're downtown. The game will not be telecast tomorrow. 
swing and a miss by Stargell. One ball and one straight. It'll be telecast only if there is a sellout. And there is no sellout here this afternoon. But NBC telecasting today. They will not telecast tomorrow. Sutton's 1-1 one, one pitch. Change up and he swings and misses strike two. Willie's been having his problems since uh, the injury. A week ago Saturday, sliding into second base on a wild pitch against the New York Mets. He injured his knee. He just hasn't been the same thing. The one-two pitch to Will. And he pops him up in the infield. Anybody wants it can have it. Who wants it? Shortstop Bill Russell says he's take it. And he does. One down in the Pirates' fourth inning. The Dodgers lead 1-0, and Zitz, who popped up the first pardon me, Steve Garvey in the second inning, is a batter. Sutton, the type of pitcher with his fastball, is very alive. Early in the ballgame, can be very, very effective with that. And they start, he starts losing a little in late innings, so he can be touched up. But that's why they have Mike Marshall. Richie wound up the season hitting a 313. The pitch to Rich is the breaking ball in there, strike one. Good to see Bill Verdon at the ball game today. His wife, uh, Shirley. Sutton's 0-1 delivery. Up high, just started to offer, but checked off. One ball, one strike. One-nothing lead for the Dodgers in the Pirates' fourth inning. We have not had a hit. The one-one pitch. Up high. Ball two. Fans start in to get some rhythmic applause going. We've had two base runners. Hebner hit by a pitch. Make it three. Hit by a pitch in the first. A walk in the air in the second. And a great grab by Wynn and a ball hit by Rice. Turned out to be a big one. Curve, swung on and missed by Zisk in the count of two and two. Zisk confessing that he just got out of Kilty the last three or four weeks of the season. He still uh, really doesn't have that good stroke back. Last good series he had was against the Phillies here over Labor Day. He looks at strike three. Right down the chute. Now Sutton picks up his third strikeout. And it'll bring up Manny Sanguia. Now Sutton dominating this ball game. Has not given up a hit. Has walked one. Sanguia, first ball hitting in the second inning. Hit an off-speed pitch. Uh, weekly to third baseman, Ron Say. Sankey wound up hitting at 287 this year. Pitch away to him, ball one. Seven home runs, he drove in 68. The wind up on the 1 0 pitch by Sutton. Line drive, right field, base hit, and that's the first one. And Sankey in going to the opposite field, which is his best stroke. Comes up with the first hit of the ball game for the Pirates. 
And that ends all that no-hit nonsense that somebody may have been thinking about. Natty this year played in 151 games. Checking it with previous years. And that's the most he has uh, played in in his major league career. And he missed most of those games the first uh, week of the season. Mike Ryan had to do the catching. Two down, Kirkpatrick stepping in. Pops one up in the infield. Just missed it. Lopes is going to make the play on it. And have a retire Kirkpatrick. Spanky looked like he had his pitch that time, but just popped it up. No runs, a hit, no errors, one left. And we've completed four, and the Dodgers lead one to nothing. Well, the Dodgers are at the top of the lineup again. Lopes up for his third time. We'll be followed by Buckner and uh, then Jimmy Wynn. Well, we've got an opportunity here. Let's pause 20 seconds for our local station. The Pirates have started. They're in the playoffs with the Dodgers. And now we've got to show the Bucks. We're still with them all the way to the World Series. That's the Bucks. After all, KDKA thinks Pirate Baseball is a series business. One-nothing lead for the Dodgers. They scored in the first inning, or in the second inning, rather, in case you're uh, just joining us. On a bases loaded walk to Davey Lopes, Corsi, and Joe Ferguson. That's been the only run of the ball game. Lopes lined to shortstop to open the ball game and walked in the second. Thank Ian getting some instructions from the Dodge, from the uh, Pirates to dugout. Time call, but now back in there. Hebner up close at third. The infield shortens on Lopes at great speed. Curve is in at the knees, taking strike one. Lopes didn't like the call by home plate umpire Nick Colosi. Key to the Dodgers, much like the Cardinals, is this guy. If he gets on base, things start to happen. With uh, Lou Brock, the same thing. The 0-1 pitch to Lopes in the dirt, and the count of one ball, one strike. Crowd today, I would guess somewhere around 35,000, maybe 40 at the most. Tickets for tomorrow's game still available. General admission tickets for just $3. The 1-1 one, one pitch, way outside, ball two. Gary's pitched well all season long, and I guess the biggest game he had, the toughest one, was that 13-inning loss to the Cardinals here. Foul, back out of play, count of two and two. He came back and pitched another strong game in New York, beating John Matlock two to one. We had to have a good pitch ball game, a complete game outing for him. Last time against the Cubs was pitching well until the Reigns came, and then he had to leave, and the Cubs had taken the lead. The Bucks came back to win it on Bobby Robertson's home run. Royce wound up the season, 16 wins, 11 defeats. The 2-2 pitch. Fly ball in the shallow center field, drifting back Senate, calling for it. The second baseman makes the play, one down. Jerry hitting uh, Lopes right on the fist with that pitch. one nothing lead for the Dodgers. Bill Buckner, the batter, lined to center field, and Royce got a very big out on him in the second inning. 
With the bases loaded, he bounced to Stennett. He bobbled the ball momentarily and just recovered in time to get Buckner at first base. Here's a pitch by Royce to Buckner. Foul behind home plate, out of play. Strike one. Buckner, a rather intense young man. And I guess it's uh, putting it mildly. He's somewhat out of the Pete Rose uh, mold. Earlier in the year, they had been platooning him in left field, and they found out he had to play every day if they are going to win. He wound up hitting 314, the best hitter on the club. The 0 one pitch. Foul. Back out of play again. The count of 0-2. Panagram reminding the fans here that Buckner had the longest hitting streak of the season, 17th. And he made a series of spectacular catches throughout the year. The 0-2 pitch. Fly ball, left field. Stradville makes the play on it. And that'll retire Buckner two down. The Dodgers lead one to nothing in a tight ball game here into the fifth inning. Jimmy Wynn walked in the first inning, bounced out to the shortstop, Tavares, in the third. But the long ball back, very prominent for this guy this season. 32 home runs, 108 RBIs. And the big trade in the offseason. Claude Osteen for Jimmy Wynn. And it was a windfall for the Dodgers. Swings and misses. His batting helmet pops off. Strike one. That wasn't intended as a punch. It wasn't either. Why don't you sit up front, Shader, and watch the game? The 0-1 pitch. Up high. Fastball. One ball and one straight. We have been moved from our third deck press uh, radio booth to up here in the fourth. And the angles are a bit different. But 1-1 one, one pitch. Curve down low. Two balls in the strength. Much more difficult trying to judge fly balls and exactly where they're hit and how hard they're hit. The overflow of the press uh, taking over the pirate broadcasting booth. 2-1 pitch. He is just up high, ball three. Royce thought he had a strike there. Didn't like get called by Colosi. On deck batter, Steve Garvey. Nobody on the Dodgers fifth. They lead one to nothing. The 3-1 pitch. Foul. Back out of play. Now a full count of three and two. Royce has had a number of full counts here this afternoon. He's walked three, and one of them forced in the only run of the game in the second inning. Lifetime against the Dodgers. Jerry, nine wins and eight defeats this season. He won two and lost one. Here's a payoff pitch to win. He lost him ball four. His fourth walk. Now Rice has had only one inning where he's retired on one, two, three, and that was in the fourth. He has thrown a lot of pitches. Garvey doubled on a 2-0 pitch in the third inning down the left field line. Royce then got Ferguson in six to retire the Dodgers without a run scoring. When a threat to do some running, he has stolen 18 bases this year, has a sizable lead on Royce. 
The look over and the pitch. Now he goes to first base. He's back in time. Dodgers have good speed in Lopes, Buckner, Wynn, and also Bill Russell. The look at first. The pitch to the plate. Fastball away. Ball one. Rice, I don't think uh, more than one or two hitters has uh, been on front of anybody. The leadoff batter Lopes, the first pitch of the game. Strike. But following that, just about everything else, he has been behind. Kirkpatrick holding against Wynn at first. The look over there. And the runner's going. No, he fakes in a swing and a miss. Go to first. He's back in time. Garvey, I don't know whether he wanted to swing on that or not. It was almost a check swing. Foul tip held by Sagin. Uh, throw to first. Got Wynn coming back in. He got back in time, I mean. One ball and one strike. Wynn gave it a, a fake when he delivered the ball to the plate. The look over by Royce, the long pause, and the 1-1 pitch. Grounded weakly off there. It's a foul ball. And the count of 1-2. and two. Dodgers lead 1-0. We're in the top of the fifth. Two down, a runner at first base. Pirates won 52 and lost 29 in this ballpark. And that's the same figure the Dodgers had in Dodger Stadium. 52 wins, 29 defeats. The Bucks had better take two here. Tough winning on the road. It has been all season for the Bucks. A look at first. Win not going. The pitch out and uh, no play by St. Guillen. Two balls, two strikes. Garvey taking a look at Lasorda. Jimmy Win also taking a peek there. The count of two and two. The pitch. Line drive deep to left field. Going, going. Stargell back at the wall. Jumps. He's got it! What a hell of a play by Stargell! That ball had home runs written all over when it left the bat. Stargell somehow got back there, jumped, hit the wall, fell down, and held onto it. He is getting a standing ovation. What a play by Willie Stargell. This crowd in there standing, giving him a standing ovation. That ball looked like it was gone from the time it left the bat. Somehow, Stradgill jumped as high as he could jump back against the wall. It's about a 10-foot wall. And he came down with the ball in his glove, collapsing in a heap at the base of the wall. No run, no hits, no errors. One left. We go to the bottom of the fifth. The Dodgers lead one to nothing. Tavares, the leadoff batter, swings and misses. Pirate Baseball was presented by your Pirate Land Chrysler Plymouth Theater. This portion will be brought to you by Daily Juice Natural Juice Truck. Natural fruit drink concentrate and Daily's Cocktail Time Cocktail Mix. Sutton's pitch to Tavares, swing and a miss, strike two. The Dodgers lead one to nothing. We're at the midway part in this ball game. Tavares stands for time. Wants the pine tar rag from Jerry Royce, the on deck bat. 
A reminder, many uh, tickets available for tomorrow's game, general admission tickets, well over 10,000. The game will not be telecast tomorrow on either locally or in NBC. So unless it is a sellout, if it's a sellout, it'll be telecast locally on Channel 2. Tavares bounced weekly off third foul ball, strike two. Andy Messersmith goes against Jim Rucker. The only run in this ball game came on a bases loaded walk. The Dodgers got it in the second inning. Lead off batter Tavares, the 0-2 pitch by Sutton, and he pops him up foul off the third base side. I believe Jaeger has a play near the dugout. It's on top of the dugout. He can't make it. Walking dugouts and Jaeger went as far as he could go out of uh, view actually. Count of 0-2 holding on to Barrett. The outfield, right fielder Joe Ferguson is not much more than 90 feet away from the second baseman Davey Lopes, or maybe even less than that. That's how shallow he's playing. Jimmy went a bit deeper this time than he was the last time up, but he's shallow in center. The 0-2 pitch. Foul back out of play by Frankie. Continued to battle him on the 0-2 pitch. Beautiful sunny afternoon. Temperatures in uh, the low 70s. And clear sky. The 0-2 pitch inside of the fastball, the count of one and two. Sutton has given up only one hit. Base hit by Sagan in the fourth inning. They have had a hit batsman, a walk, and an air. And we stranded four over the front four. The wind-up on the one-two delivery by Sutton. Ground ball, a shortstop, an easy play by Russell. He's got him at first. One down. I bring up the pitcher, Jerry Rice. He had the best hit ball of the game for the Pirates. First ball hitting with runners at first and second and two down in the second inning. Wynn was playing very shallow. He hit the ball well to center field, and Wynn made a great grab of the ball, got a quick jump on it, going away from the diamond and caught it over his shoulder to take a sure two RBI double away from right. And Sutton down low with his first pitch to Jerry, ball one. Sutton lifetime is 114 and lost 12 against the Bucks. He was 1-2 this season, beating the Pirates his last time out in September on the first 6-2. Milano pitch by Sutton, and it's swung on and missed. Strike one. Wynn respecting Royce a little bit more. This time up, he's playing him a bit deeper and into left center field. Sutton's 1-1 delivery. And ball left side through the legs of Ron Frey in the left field. Rice is on. He'll wait for the ruling. That's an error. Charge to third baseman Ron Frey. That's his second error of the game. And it brings up Rennie Stennett. Now the Bucks get uh, some life. We're at the top of the lineup. Stennett struck out and bounced to third base in two previous plate appearances. Sutton getting in to chase a very bad curveball in the first inning. Garvey 
playing off the bag, reminding Sutton with Royce at first. In a one nothing game, the Dodgers lead fifth inning. Pitch by Sutton, low and away, ball one. Many banners adorning the stadium walls here this afternoon. One out in left field. We love Rennie. Bennett made the play of the game, and the ball hit by Garvey. Foul out of play down the right field line, or by Ron Shea, rather, in the third inning. Royce failed to cover first base, and somehow Kirkpatrick was way off the bag. Bennett got the ball and beat Shea to the bag at first base. A ball on a strike on Rennie. Had 196 hits this year. Time call. Rennie stepping out. He scored 84 runs. He's only 23 years of age. And the Pirates traded Dave Cash so that he could have a spot to play. Didn't play. But 1-1 one, one pitch. Rounded weakly to third and save. Picks it up, throws on the second. He out there to throw the first. Double play. Uh, Sagan, an in-between hop, made a fine play on that one to eliminate the year. And the double play goes 5-4-3. to four to three. And the Pirates in the fifth inning. No runs, no hits, one error, and nobody left. Now we completed five, and Sutton continue to dominate things. The Dodgers lead one to nothing. Through five, the Dodgers, one run on three hits. They've committed two errors. The Pirates, no runs on only one hit and no air. Jerry Royce in the sixth inning will face Ferguson, Ron Say, and Bill Russell. The game tomorrow starting at the same time, but no telecast tomorrow by NBC. And uh, unless there's a sellout, there will be no telecast locally. There are tickets available to G.C. Murphy's and also at the stadium at Gate A in the upper level for tomorrow's game. General admission tickets at $3. Have to be on hand. Ferguson singled and bounced to third in two plate appearances. He scored the only run of the game in the second inning on a bases-loaded walk to Davey Lowe. Rice has pitched a whale of a ball game here. He's asking for time as he, uh, before he steps up on the mound. Gary's had a long time of it this season. Uh, has never missed a day. Worked every five days. The only fire pitcher to do that all season long. And had 14 complete ball games. Here's the pitch to open up the inning. Ground ball foul up there in the curveball. Strike one. Ferguson, a massively built guy, started out in the outfield, went to catching, and now back in right field again. Where's number 13? He's not superstitious. The 0-1 pitch, line drive, center field. Oliver Quick going back, back, back on the warning track. He's got it. Scoop's got a good jump on that bomb. And that's the key to good center field play, a good outfield play, getting to the ball quickly. Bill Verdon was a good advocate of that. And a lot of guys that don't have great speed that cover as much ground as 
Hedge would have much better speed simply because he gets that quick jump and Oliver's one of them. Say, offer two. Robbed of a Mason and a great play by extended in the third inning. What time have you gone after any? Change up outside, ball one. This guy built like a fireplace and has great power. Not much more than 5'8 or 5'9. But 18 home runs, 97 RBIs. The 1-0 pitch by Royce hits foul off third pass Tommy Lasorda, the third base coach, on the count of one and one. Dodgers lead 1-0. We're in the top of the sixth inning. Today is 5'10", 185 pounds. One one pitch, foul back out of play in the count of one and two. Had some great years in the minor leagues. Led the league in RBIs the first year he played. Led it at Spokane in 1971 with 123 at Albuquerque. He had 103 RBIs. First year with the Dodgers, he had 80. Last year had 80. Or this year he had 10. 97. Popped foul off the first base side, and he's rimming, and Kirkpatrick can't get it, does he? No, he dropped it. He wants a ruling of interference on the part of a fan. A fan fought him off there. He had the ball on his glove, and one of the fans knocked it right out of his glove. Not a very friendly Pittsburgh fan, I think, but I guess they want the souvenir. Kirkpatrick had a play in the ball right at the railing. You can see that happening in Dodger Stadium, maybe. Not here. Fan interfered with uh, Kirkpatrick right at the railing, but he was over the railing, and the fans got a right to get it then. But if it was on the other side of the railing, that would have been interfered. That's a little overeager, the fan was, and I'm sure he feels a bit embarrassed. The count of one and two. Say still up there. One down, six minutes. Pitch by Jerry. And a foul, back out of play, had a good rip. And it gets a base hit after a play like that. You really do some second base. Shadows starting to creep along the right field line and into right center field. Just the right fielder in shadows. Everybody else in brilliant sunshine. The one-two pitch underway to Ron Say. Line drive, left field. Stargell back. He has time to get there. He got it. Another great running grab. That ball bounced on him. Right off the bat and just kind of jumped on Willie. He almost misplayed that ball and had to extend himself. Pull to catch it up in the wedding of the glove. Going away from the infield. The third good defensive play by the Bucks, two by Stargell, one by Rennie Stennett. Two down, nobody on. Russell, the batter, he singled off the right side in the second inning, putting Ferguson at third, where he scored, following the walks to Sutton and Lowe. Rounds up the middle, and it's on through for a base hit. Russell comes up with a base hit. He's two for three against Rice, and it brings up Steve Yeager. Struck out in the second inning, and lined to the third baseman, Hebner, in the fourth. The Dodgers continue to get a base runner on in every inning. They've done it with the exception of the fourth. Only a 1-0 lead, however, for Los Angeles here in the top of the set. Russell, a threat to run with a situation such as this. The catcher up for the pitcher to follow. They might be doing some hitting and running. 
He had stolen 18 bases, struck out 15 times. Look over, and the pitch. He's going, the ball is swung and bounced to third. Hepner throws him out at first base, but they were going. No runs on a hit, no errors, and one left. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning, and the Dodgers lead more than nothing. Ben Scully, the Dodger broadcaster, working off to our left and uh, informing about shutouts in this ballpark and how many times the Pirates have been shut out. Hell at home, uh, trying to recall, I know the last two times we were shut out, it was in this ballpark, and both times by left-handers. Don Gullett back on the 12th of July, and the last time it occurred in this ballpark was by John Matlack on the 21st of September, two Saturdays ago, on a three-hitter, and he beat Jerry Royce. Bucks have not been doing much run scoring for Royce in the last three or four starts he's had. Hebner leads off the sixth inning again, Sutton, and takes the pitch up high for a ball. She was hit by a pitch in the first inning, and got the second baseman, Debbie Lopes, in the third. The Dodgers lead 1-0. Sutton's windup in 1-0 pitch for Hebner. Line drive, foul, out of play, down the right field line, hooking into the crowd. Pirates turning up their big left-handed stick there in this sixth inning, which means that they will again bat, at least in the ninth, with two more runs at uh, Sutton. The one-one pitch, screwball, low and outside, and the count two balls in the strike. Sutton has not been fast at all in this ballgame. He's working on a one-hitter. Two-one pitch by Sutton. Inside and low. Ball three. Third ball. He's got a screen one. All of them waiting on deck. Start to follow him. And the only hit of the game was a single by Sankian with two down in the fourth inning. That's for the mark. The Dodgers have had four. The 3-1 pitch. And it is hit off the right side. Picked up by Lopes. A great play. He's got him a, a tremendous play by Davey Lopes. He looked to see if he had the ball. Well, he flagged at the ball. And he wasn't sure he had it. But he had time to make the out. And he shifts strongly against Richie. And the shift took the pieces away from him. One out. Oliver struck out in the first. Flying to center field in the third. That. They play him straight away, not over shifting at all. The pitch by Sutton swings and misses on a curve down low, strike one. Your host, by the way, is Joy. Nature's high protein food for ducks. Higher in protein, and it still costs less than most other brands. Pitch underway, and it is fouled off the first base side. Strike two. To show you how dominant the pitching of Sutton has been, there's only been one ball hit to the outfield, and that was by Oliver in the third inning. Everything else in the infield to go along with three strikeouts. And he's keeping his pitches where he wants to.
Round and weekly off the right side. Dean Garvey comes up with the shovel down to Sutton. Two down. Again, another infield out on an easy play. There hasn't been a difficult play other than that ball hit by Lewis here in the sixth inning. Defensively for Kodagi. But the Bucks are only around behind, and you always hope that you can get the long ball off somebody, and particularly a guy like Scarger coming in. And to tie it up. Really wound up the season with 25 home runs, 96 RBI. They shift against him with the shortstop rifle directly behind the bag of second. Pitch by Sutton and taken by Willie. Strike one. Willie has not had much success in postseason play, playoffs or World Series, since the opening playoff game in 70 when he hit 500 against the Reds. Changeup swings and misses strike two. Way out in front. The name of the game is pitching, and the name of the pitcher right now is Don Sutton. He is dominating things on the one-hitter. The 0-2 pitch inside, and the pitch backs Willie off the plate. One ball, two strikes. Picking up the ball game for him, Stewart. Chief Engineer from KDKA, walking around with a plug in his ear here. The 1-2 pitch, he checks, swings, and bats weekly to third, stations in, he doesn't get him, but he's good. The didn't want to swing, but they just shifted over, and the stay is stretched out, the ball trickled down to what's third base, fair by about maybe 10, 15 feet, but he threw, but no play at all at first base, the Bucks get a check swing, infield single, and that'll bring up Richie Zeus. But Sutton had him tied up and had him right where he wanted. He was lucky. Our second hit, this popped first and was called out on strikes in the fourth inning. Look at a fastball. Right down the shoot. Now shooting with some two out bases. This swings and misses on a curve. Strike one. Sutton, an unbelievable pitcher in the second half of the year was 6-8 on the 20th of July. He wound up the season 19-9. He's won 13 of his last 14 games. Curve in there, now a little bit too high. One ball and one straight. The only loss he suffered was when the Pirates beat him 5-2 here on the 16th of uh, August. Look at first, the 1-1 one, one pitch. Disc hits weekly off there, and it's a foul ball. Out of a ball and two strikes on Richie. The only ball hit to the outfield by Stargell, by Oliver rather, in the third inning. A fly ball to center fielder Jimmy Wynn. St. Guillen single to right field. And those are the only two balls that have gotten out of the infield. Pitching usually is the dominant thing in championship and World Series play, and it's coming uh, to be apparent in this ball game pretty quickly. A 1-2 pitch, he struck him out. This goes down swinging for the second time. That is the fourth strikeout by Don Sutton. No runs on a hit, no errors, and one left. They've completed six, and the Dodgers continue to lead one to nothing.
seventh inning for the Los Angeles Dodgers, leading one to nothing. They'll send up the pitcher, John Sutton. He'll be followed by Davey Lopes and then Bill Buckner. They lead by the score of one to nothing. Were shut out uh, quite a bit in the early months of the season. Actually, the reason for their downfall, they just weren't doing any run scoring. The pitching is pretty consistent all year. First ball hitting, and it's fouled out of play into the crowd behind the pirate dugout on the first base side, strike one. Pirates have turned in three sparkling defensive plays two by Stargell, one by Ronnie Stennett. But Sutton at bat has been one of the keys. He drew a walk in the second inning to load up the bases, and then Royce walked, lopes to force in the only run of the game. Sutton looks at strike two. Jerry, though, two pitch, way up high, one ball, two strikes. Royce ran through a lot of uh, tough ball games the last four or five starts that he had. Foul back out of play. He pitched a 13 inning ball game here. The Pirates scored one run and that came in the first inning. He wound up a loser two to one. Oliver hitting a home run. Next time he worked against the New York Mets, he was shut out by John Matlock. And the game that he won in New York, the last game that he won, the Pirates scored two runs and he won that one two to one. We haven't exactly knocked anybody down scoring runs while he's been out there. Ball right there, strike three. Seth, stop looking. Shakes his head like he didn't believe the call by Colosi. That's the second time he's been struck out in the third in the ball game. Yeager was a big strikeout, it appeared in the second inning, but Race let it get away from him, walking, sucking, and looks. So for two. A wide open pitch by Jerry. Up high. Ball one. Big thing to keep this stuff off the base pass. Looks a late arrival with the Dodgers. About 28 years old. He was a rookie. Out of Providence, Rhode Island. Rounds the third. Headner on one hop. Has an easy play. He's got him at first. Two down. Another tightly well played ball game. And a one to nothing lead for the Dodgers with two down in the seventh inning. Buckner up for his fourth time. Line to center field in the first. Bounce to Stennett in the second with the bases loaded. And a slight bobble, but Runny recovered in time to get him to the final out. He flies to left field on a no two pitch in the fifth inning. But a tough out. He looks at a fastball, five, ball one. Second to Steve Garvey in base hits. Garvey at 200. Buckner 182. A 1-0 pitch by Jerry. Fly ball, right? Field. Pretty well hit. Just going back, back, back. He's not going to get it. It's off the wall. And moving into second base is Buckner with a double. And this got a lot a late break on that ball. Either he didn't see it or something, but he got a very late start on the ball. It hit at the base of the wall on the warning track in right center field. And he was playing them over there. But a double by Buckner over the head of Zisk in right center field. 
Again, the Dodgers put a runner into scoring position. They have had a base runner in every inning with the exception of the fourth against Drake. And Jimmy Lynn, a tough out now. The walk in the first and fifth inning bounced out to shortstop in the third. He's been their big RBI man, he and Garvey. And he flies off the left side, a high towering shot. It's Scarjuo settle under. And that'll retire a win and the Dodgers. They'll push again, you've got it. He's stranded eight runners over the front seven innings. No runs on one hit, no errors, and one left. We go to the bottom of the seventh, and the Dodgers continue to lead one to nothing. Manny Sackey and Ed Kirkpatrick and Frank Tavares in the seventh inning to go against Don Sutton, the Dodgers out in front, one to nothing into the final three innings for the Pirates. The game's still up for grabs in a well-played contest. Neo for station identification, we'll grab it when we get the chance here. The pitch by Sutton to open up the seven. Is hit weakly up the middle and picked off by Bill Russell and thank you. He's out short to first and will pause. Ten seconds for station identification on the Pirates Baseball Network. All the good sports are on Pirates TV. Ed Patrick walked in the second and popped up to second base in the fourth inning. almost had the pitch that he wanted to hit out, and I think uh, he was a bit disappointed on that pop-up in the fourth inning. He's a long ball threat if uh, Sutton should make a mistake. Pitch it in there, taken by Eddie, strike one. Pelosi, the home plate umpire, throwing up the right hand. Sutton is thrown 23 home run balls, a leader on the staff, Andy Messerschmitt. Well, they've pitched a lot of innings, too. The 0-1 pitch. Looped off the right side and giving Chase Garvey, he can't get it. Foul ball, right off the thumbs and over the head of Garvey down the right field line and he tried to go back to get it. And I think uh, Kirk Patrick broke his bet. Pirates loosen, Dave Justy. And possibly will pinch hit for Frank Tavares because I believe Mendoza also is showing in the Pirates' thing. Here has uh, worked in 40 ball games as a starting pitcher. Has had 10 complete games, 276 innings. He threw uh, 23 home run balls. He walked only 80 and struck out 179. Some very strong statistics and an earned run average of 3.23. But he has finished up mighty strong. He's won 13 of his last 14 games. The only team to beat him was the Pirates. The 0-2 pitch. Fly ball, left field, and Buckner started in, but just back, he's got it. Two down. Kirkpatrick gave him a good battle, but line to the left fielder, Buckner, two down, nobody on. Tavares will not bat. Popovich is going to pinch it. Paul Popovich will pinch it for Frank Tavares. Former Dodger, Popo is a pinch hitter, 237. 
had a big triple here the other night in the ball game we came back to win 65 Royce's ball game against his other former teammates the Chicago Cubs Tiny Tim was a rage a couple of years ago Paul Popovich was his favorite ball player oh Mr. Popovich whatever happened to Tiny Tim he's going Here's a pitch to Popo. Foul. Back out of play. I believe it is on the netting. Strike one. Overall, Popovich hit a 217. No home runs. Drove in five. Pirates traded Tom DeTore for Paul Popovich. Sutton's 0-1 pitch. He started to go, but checked off in the dirt. They wanted a field play, and McSherry says no. He didn't go around. One ball, one strike. Dodgers lead one nothing. We have not had a runner get to third base so far. The only time we got a runner to second was on a walk and an error in the second inning. That's how dominant Sutton has been. Only two hits, and one of those, a check swing infield single by Stardell. A 1-1 pitch. Line drive, left center field, base hit. And that's the best hit ball game, ball of the game. Popovich going to the opposite field on what looked like a screw ball. And the Bucks get uh, a runner on with one out, and that's going to be all for Jerry Royce. Dave Jumpy will come on to pitch, and coming into pinch hit will be Dave Parker. Yeah, Danny Mercer. Trying to pull some rabbits out of the half here with two outs. Nobody on. Gets Popovich with a pinch hit single. Then he goes to the big guy, Dave Parker. They've been too successful as a pinch hitter, but one of them was a very big blow. A grand slam home run against the Montreal Expos. He's had four hits in 21 at-bats. He's driven in seven runs, pinch hitting, batting at 190. Left-handed batter. And the pitch in on him, ball one. The Dodgers have a left-hander throwing in their bullpen. First time they've had any activity. Sutton checking Popovich at first. And a swing and a miss by Parker, strike one. Fastball right in on him. Looks like Jim Brewer, I believe, throwing. Look at first, the 1-1 pitch, and it's blown away. It's two balls, two balls, and a strike. Tucker, good eye that time. Didn't chase the ball. The other night, Parker hit a ball that looked like it should have been a game-tying hit of Rick Russell in the ninth inning. It had deflected off his glove and right to the second base, and he only got one run out of it, and it looked like he were down the chute. But the pass ball gave us the tie, and we won it. The 2-1 pitch, and ball weakly up the middle and picked up by Lopes. He gets Popovich at second base, and that'll retire the punch. No runs on a hit, no errors, and one left. And we'll go to the eighth inning. The Dodgers continue to lead one to nothing. Some changes for the Pirates. Paul Popovich stays in the ball game. He'll play at shortstop, replacing Frank Tavares, and of course will bat in the number eight spot. 
new pitcher is Dave Justin. He won seven and lost five this year and led the club with 12 saves, and he was one of the key reasons for the Pirates' success in the second half of the year. He had a very poor start. Jerry Royce pitched another strong ball game, but again looking at inactivity on the part of Pirate Batson, a start for him. Seven innings, he gave up five hits, struck out three, walked four, and one of those, the deciding part in the ballgame so far, it forced him the only run of the game with the bases loaded. He walked Sutton to load him up from the second and in Davey Lopes walk to force in the only run of the game. Jesse comes on to pitch here in the eighth inning. Garvey, Ferguson, and Say. Charlie Huff and Jim Brewer showing in the Dodger bullpen. Pirates have two more shots at Don Sutton. But he shows no sign of weakening, certainly, the way he's been pitching. We've had only three hits off him. Two solid ones by Sankian and Popovich. And a check swing single by Stargell in the sixth inning. And of course, we were down something like 4-2 to two at one time in the ninth inning. The other night, some funny things have happened this season. Not only for the Pirates, but to them too. An eight nothing lead in San Diego for the eighth inning, and we wound up losing that one. Nine to eight, as the Padres batted around twice in the final two innings. Garvey doubled in the third, robbed of a sure base hit, a double in the fifth inning. Stargell made a great grab of his ball against the wall, jumping to get it and coming down in a heap at the base of the wall. Garvey takes a strike from Justin. Dave came over here in 1970, and the success of the Pirates parallels the success of Dave Justin. Or the other way around, I guess. The 0-1 pitch. Hard hit up the middle, past Popovich on into center field. Base hit by Garvey. That'll bring up Joe Ferguson, see what the Dodgers do, see if they bunt here to try and get a run. Garvey's second hit. He's two for four. The six for Los Angeles. That ball by Garvey was in on the fist and not hit that sharply, but just up the middle, past top of it. Ferguson singled and scored in the second, bounced to third, and fly to center. He's bunting us off the first base side. They have a play where it's first base only, and the sacrifice moves them on into second base. Ferguson gets the job done, and Justy now will have to work with a runner in scoring position facing Ron Say. One run in this game looks very big, and two would look almost insurmountable here, the way things are going. And Austin playing for that one big run here now in the eighth inning. Say has been a tough out here the last two times up. They're not going to pitch to him. They will intentionally walk him to set up the double play possibility with Bill Russell coming up. Herta getting the double play possibility with Say to draw the intentional walk. That'll be the fifth walk of the game. First by Justin, an intentional pass. Russell on deck, taking a peek back into the Dodger dugout. And this will be ball four. Now, Say draws the walk. 
And while we've got the chance here, let's pause 20 seconds for our local station. All the good sports are The new Point State Park Fountain has regular operating hours. Mornings from 8 to 9.30 and 11 to 1. Plus afternoons from 4 to 7. On the weekend, the fountain is on from 11 in the morning until 7 at night. KBKA invites you to visit this new addition to someplace special, a landmark that helps get our point across to the world. Bill Russell stepping in. He's had two hits and three at-bats, and the Bucks need a double play ball. The pitch to him is low and away, ball one. Yeager, the on-deck hitter, only one out here in the Dodgers' eighth inning. A single of sacrifice and an intentional walk has runners at first and second. Garvey at second, say at first. One-nothing lead for Los Angeles. The 1-0 pitch. Low and away, ball two. Just missing. Yes, he thought he had a strike that time. Colosi didn't give it to him. Thank Ian holding it. Says something to Colosi. Guess he's behind the count of two balls and no strikes. We're loosening Larry Demery and Ramon Hernandez. The pitch underway. Fly ball, center field. Oliver started in, drifts back. He's got it tagging at second is Garvey, but he'll hold there. Two down. Well hit ball by Bill Russell. But just be fortunate directly to the center fielder, Al Oliver. Two down, and Yeager will be the batter. Rodgers has sprayed some line drives in this ball game. Lopes and Buckner in the first inning for us. A great grab by Stargell in the fifth inning off the bat of Garvey. Another line drive out by Say in the sixth inning. A line drive out off the bat of Yeager in the fourth. And another hard out here in the eighth inning off the bat of Russell. We've been rather fortunate. And we trail by only a one nothing score. Steve Yeager, the batter, he's 0 for 3. Time call to Sankian and Jesse. Can't get together on the sign. Sankian asking for time. The pitch by Dave. Low and outside, ball one. Pirate fans haven't had too much to cheer about here this afternoon. But we've got two more wraps at Don Sutton. Milano pitch. Low and outside, ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Yeager finished the season hitting at 266. He drove in 41 runs. Justy gets aside from Sagan from the belt. Checks Garvey. The pitch underway. Swing and a foul just in front of the plate. Or off the first base side. Strike one. Two balls and a strike. This game uh, about two hours old right now. And the Dodgers lead 1-0. One 1-0 nothing. One nothing games during the regular season. Usually over in about an hour and 45 minutes. But a little more tension, a little more thought about everything in this game. There are only five left. You gotta win three of them. Pitch up high, ball three. Sutton's the on-deck batter, and Jesse is pitching very carefully to Yeager here. And he may wind up pitching to Don Sutton with the bases loaded. The count of three and one, and the pitch. Fly ball, center field, tough play. Oliver going, 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 going. He's got it on the warning track. 
<laughs> I thought that was a sure grace In the gap in right center field, and Oliver got a big jump on it. And another five defensive play saves the Pirates. No runs, one hit, no errors, two left. We go to the bottom of the eighth, and the Dodgers lead one to nothing. refrigerator coming your way from Westinghouse. It's a big 21 cubic foot job that never ever needs defrosting. It's got three doors and four zones of cold because Westinghouse knows you should keep different foods at different temperatures. And if you like, it's even got an optional automatic ice maker. How's that for a smart shopper value? And every Westinghouse refrigerator is backed by dependable nationwide sure service. No matter where you live or move in the U.S. You can be sure if it's Westinghouse. The eighth inning for the Pirates at the top of the lineup. It'll be Stennett, Hebner, and Oliver to go against John Sutton. Well, the Bucks have uh, the meat of the order coming up in the eighth and ninth inning, trailing by a run. But one run has looked uh, as big as Mount Everest here this afternoon for the Pirates, the way second's been pitching. A hit in the fourth inning by Sagi in the first of the game, a check swing single in the sixth with two out by Stargell, the second, and Popovich pinch hit with two out in the seventh for the third. That's been it. We haven't had a runner to third base so far. Stennett. Fouled into the crowd off the first base side, strike one. I got a guy named Eddie Solomon thrown, but Rich, I got to tell you, Eddie Solomon ain't coming in if this game is up for grabs. He's just thrown. Sutton's 0-1 delivery to Rennie Stennett. He started to go, but checked off. And the field player, the umpire, Paul Pryor, says, you know, he didn't go around. One ball, one strike. The game up for grabs in a one nothing game. Into the eighth inning. A whale of a contest, a 1-1 pitch. Way outside, ball two. Willie Crawford heading down to the Dodger bullpen. possibly get in to replace Joe Ferguson in Knightsville. Sutton's windup and 2-1 pitch to Rennie Stennett. Line drive left field, but right to Buckner, he's got it. Nice running grab, and a well-hit ball by Stennett. Well, the Dodgers have had about six of those well-hit for us, and we get one. One down, Hefner the batter. Robbed of a hit in the sixth inning, and a good defensive play by Davey Lopes. He got on in the first inning, hit by a pitch. But Lopes is taken care of in the third and sixth inning. They'll shift strong against him. Lopes beat the second base in the outfield portion and over into the crowd, over into the hole. 
Yeah, less than uh, over a flout down here this afternoon. 40,158. No telecast tomorrow. Tickets are still available for tomorrow's game. $3 ticket. Hebner takes a curve. Strike one. Been a funny year in Pittsburgh for fan attraction with a ball club that won their fourth Eastern Division title. Curve fouled by Hebner off the first base side. Strike two. Quite like Oakland, but somewhat. Sutton gets the sign from Steve Yeager and the O2 pitch to Abner. Up high, fastball, one ball and two strikes. Five, the wind up and the one two pitch to Hebner inside backs him off the plate. Two balls, two strikes. Hebner right on top of the plate with that open stance. They try to pitch him tight. Sutton backed him right off there. Let's see what he comes back with this time on a two two pitch. There you go, that screwball and an off speed curveball. Or maybe the fastball again, Teddy. Here he comes. It's a screwball away and a full count of three and two. Now Oliver on deck. Well, all we need is a base hitter, a walk, and a home run. Wrap it up in the ninth. That'd be a clean finish, wouldn't it? It's happened before. Those angels may still be hanging around here. I don't think they left. Sutton shakes off the sign. The 3-2 pitch to Hebner. And it is swung on a missed back three. Sutton. Not taking any chances at all. No base hit, no walk, but a big strikeout. That is his spin. He has just been as dominant in this ball game as any pitcher we've seen this year. John Matlack had a two or three hitter against us two Saturdays ago. And just about as strong a ball game. Setting a right-handed pitcher. It's taking care of our left-handed hitter. Oliver pops up, but that'll do in the Pirates on the first pitch. He pops with it, a shortstop, and suck. Three right innings has not allowed the Pirates to get a runner to third grade. Now we've completed eight, and the Dodgers lead one to nothing. Here's a tip from the old gunner on how you can get the most for your food dollar. Be one of the many families who have switched to super dollar markets. Super dollar markets have joined the fight against inflation. You'll find high-quality meats, the very freshest of produce, and a wide selection of well-known national and local brands. All the prices that make your dollar have more sense. There's always a great plus for super dollar customers that's sometimes hard to find in most other large food markets. It's that wonderful, friendly feeling of welcome that puts you at ease the moment you walk through the door. Super dollar folks are people who like people, and you can take it from the old gunner. They'll do everything they can to help you make that hard dollar go a little further. Super dollar markets are staffed with friendly people who know they can serve you better and save you more. So see for yourself. There's a lot of savings waiting for you at all super dollar markets. The inflation fighters where your dollar has more sense and who serve you better and save you more. Start your food shopping at super dollar markets this week and feel the difference.
Don Sutton will lead off the ninth inning for the Dodgers, and when he steps in, he should get a round of applause here. He's pitched a whale of a ball game, a pressure ball game, the opening game of the championship series in a Dodger ball club that won 102 ball games and lost only 60. The Pirates had beaten them six consecutive games in this ballpark, but they lead one to nothing. And this is the first postseason experience for Sutton or anybody in this Dodger ball club. Sutton walked in the second inning, struck out in the fourth, struck out in the seventh. Jesse got out of uh, trouble in the eighth inning and a good running grab by Oliver off the bat of Yeager. Curveball away by Dave, ball one. Jesse's 1-0 delivery. Fouls out of play, first base side, and the count of one and one, second. Shaking his head, didn't know how that one got away. Some people idly walking to the exit, but very few. But one one pitch, low and outside, two balls in a straight. What's happened this year, and particularly in the month of September, you're kind of crazy to walk out in any ball game before the last out is done, and maybe even after the last out. What you think is ground ball up the middle, and it's another base hit. Jesse tips up for a base hit up the middle, and the Dodgers again will have an opportunity to bunt and move a runner in there. Weekly hit ball, but just up the middle. The same type of hit that Garvey got to open up the eighth inning. Jesse now will face the top of the lineup, Dave Lopes. Sutton on at first base, being held by Kirk Patrick, and we'll see how the Dodgers play. Pirates have Hebner up at third, looking for a bunt. Kirkpatrick holding against Sutton. Lopes drove in the only run. He walked it in in the second inning. Bases loaded walk off right. That's been the only run in this game. The pitch, he's bunting, and it's off the first base side. They'll play it second. The out there, the throw to first. No, not a play made. And Sutton goes out at second base. Jesse to Popovich. And the trick now, the steal by Davey Lopes is uh, very apparent. He has stolen 59 bases, been caught stealing 18 times. Rusty will give you a good shot at him. Lopes has stolen three times against the Pirates, all three times against Jerry Rice. You may have heard in the background a change in the attendance, not much, but 40,638. Up near the batter, doubled in the seventh inning over the head of Ziff. That was off right. Swings and misses, throw to first base, and he attacked off. No, he's safe. A quick throw by Sankian, and Lopes a little bit late getting back there on that snap throw by Manny. Just off the back of the hitter, Buckner. Lopes had to dive back in to throw a little bit lower, and Kirkpatrick's got him at first base. But it's strike one on Bill Buckner. Lopes was supposed to be stealing on that one, and Buckner was just trying to protect him with that swing. He is uh, getting himself together down there, physically that is, taking all the dust and dirt out of him. Head first slide, kicked up a cloud of dust. 
again made a whale of a throw down there. Count of all in one. The pitch, the runner's not going. The fastball away. One ball and one straight. Lopes, the heir apparent to Lou Brock's title, is the best base dealer in the league. Jumpy's still searching for the sign from saying he and gets it, checks Lopes. The runner's going, the pitch is outside, a throw through to second base, he is safe. He came off the bag, but he held it with his hand. Popovich went after him the first time, but didn't go after him the second. If he stayed with him, he would have had him that time. Because uh, Lopes lost the bag, sliding past it. His speed took it by him at second base, but Popovich didn't stay on the tag with him. And on the second attempt, when he did go back, Lopes got his hand back on the bag. That was steal, and he got a great jump off Jeffy. This is 60th of the year, but it doesn't count in the statistics overall. Now, Austin taking the percentage play there, realizing that if Lopes didn't sacrifice, well, the possibility of him stealing second is probably greater than a sacrifice but being successful. Now, Jesse again with a runner at second base uh, trying to get out of it here with only one out and the count of two balls and a strike on uh, Bill Buckner. The outfield playing Buckner pretty much straight away. He'll put the ball in play. One of the big outs that Jesse got this year against the Dodgers, a double play ball as he hit it to shortstop. Fly ball off the right side, not deep at all. Stenner drifting back. That'll take care of Buckner. Holding at second base is Davey Lowe. Two down, Jimmy wins the batter. The Dodgers have had a lot of chances in this ball game to score a host of runs. They have scored only one so far, and Jesse one out away from keeping it at that total. Two down, win. Walked in the first and fifth. Bounced to short in the third, fly to left field in the seventh inning. First time he's facing Jesse, the pitch underway. Fly ball right field, they've got another run off the wall. Lopes scores, and the Dodgers lead by the score of two to nothing. That'll be a book rule double. It bounced over the fence, win coming around the third, but we'll go back to second base. Well, the Dodgers finally break through against Jesse. With an opposite field double by Wynn, he was going that way and hit it very well. No chance at all. The Dodgers lead 2 to nothing. Now the Bucks have got to find two runs someplace in the ninth inning. We have Stargell, Zisk, and Sanguin to bat in the ninth inning. They will walk uh, Steve Garvey and pitch to Joe Ferguson. But they may have a pinch hitter here, too, for Ferguson. We'll wait and see. Willie Crawford may get a look. Well, the opening single by Don Sutton back to Hunt Justy, and the walk in the second inning by Royce haunted him, too, because it loaded the bases. It's been all Don Sutton here this afternoon. His pitching and his ability to get on base has cost the Bucks dearly. This will be the sixth walk, two intentional walks by Jerry Royce, or by Justy, rather, four unintentional by Royce. Ferguson will stay in. He'll bat. He singled and scored the first run in the second inning. Bounced the third in the third. Fly to center in the eighth inning and sacrificed in the eighth inning. Right-handed batter. Two-nothing lead. Win at second base. Garvey at first. Two down. The pitch. Right on the corner. Taking strike one. 
Wynn with a big lead at second base. The look back by Dave and the pitch now. Fastball up high and a count of one and one. Tomorrow's game starts at one o'clock. Rooker to go against Andy Messersmith. Tickets available at the ballpark at G.C. Murphy downtown. General admission tickets at three bucks. No telecast tomorrow. The look at second and the 1-1 pitch. Foul back out of play, and he had a good rip at that ball and two straight. Presty's fastball, not uh, as good as it has been previous ball games. Time call. Dave wants to talk things over with Sanghian. He has not gone inside on any hitter, right-handed batter so far. He's kept the ball away from everybody. And win very alertly. Realizing that, went to the opposite field with that double to drive in the second run. He's at second base. Garvey's at first. And the pitch. Ground ball up the middle. Another base hit. Win scores. 3-0. Dodgers lead. Garvey comes to third. Here's a throw. He may be out. Now he's safe. Moving into second. Ferguson, he's safe. And the Dodgers breaking it wide open here. And runners at second and third. They scored two runs, three to nothing. The Dodgers lead. And that'll bring up uh, Ron Say. That ball by Ferguson wasn't well hit at all either. Hit him on the fist right up the middle. Just squeaked through. But good enough for the base hit that drives in the runner. We've got to get him to hit the ball hard. We'll get him out. Fine drive outs. We've been fortunate with that. But the single by Sutton and the single by Ferguson have not been well hit. They'll walk uh, Ron Say, another intentional walk. The seventh walk of the game, and they'll pitch to Bill Russell, who was a tough out in the eighth inning. Line to center feeder Oliver for the second out. Ball three. With his third intentional walk in the last two innings here. And it'll bring up Bill Russell. Base is loaded. Two down. And the Dodgers have scored two runs after two are up. Double by win. An intentional walk to Garvey. A single to Ferguson. An intentional walk to say They're loaded up. Two down. Three hits in the inning to go with two walks. And Justy is trying to get out of it now and end this very long inning. The wind-up in the pitch by Dave. No, just outside. A breaking ball. Ball one. Russell started to offer, but checked off. The 1-0 pitch. Fly ball. Center field. Well hit. Oliver is going to get this one. A line shot. That's the second hard out. Dusty just uh, not too fortunate here this afternoon. Giving up a couple of runs on three hits, no errors, and three left. And we'll go to the bottom of the ninth inning, and the Dodgers lead three to nothing. Just imagine yourself in this situation. It's about 90 degrees out, and you're on your way back to work from lunch, and you want to run a quick errand, which takes all of 10 minutes. But when you go back to your car, uh-oh, hey, it won't start. 
and you thought cars only had trouble starting in cold weather. Well, hot weather is sometimes even harder on your battery than cold weather is. That's usually because blistering heat can help cause high internal engine friction, which can make it hard to start your car. So you need a battery that will perform no matter what the weather, hot or cold. And that's the Delco Energizer. It gives an instantaneous burst of power for hot weather starts or cold weather starts. Now you know more about the Delco Energizer. And that's about all anybody has to know about batteries. For shots that are good at hand, like a shoot, Delco's the name to know. Well, the more you know, the more you want Delco. Well, the more you know, the more you want Delco. Well, the more you know. Stops good hitting, and we're looking at it this afternoon as John Sutton has completely throttled a very strong pattern offensive lineup. Only three hits, one of them by this fellow, Willie Scargill, and that was a check swing single in the sixth inning. He leads now three to nothing. A lot of breathing room for him. Line shot, base hit in the right center field. The Bucks get the lead off that around. Scargill hitting the ball well. Out, Richie's in. You like to get that lead-off batter on, and Mike Marshall takes off his jacket, and he'll strike the throw. Something a couple of years ago, a matter of fact, I guess it was last year, had a terrible win in Cincinnati in a big game with the Reds, in the ninth inning, and suddenly lost it. And the Reds from that time on went on to just play amazing baseball. They were something like 11 games back, caught the Dodgers, and won. And that doesn't happen that often. Archer seeing it. They can get some lightning to strike twice. Vesca struck out two times. Takes the fastball out of the knees. Strike one. He thought that pitch was inside. Garvey playing just off the bag behind studs. 11 means nothing. 3 nothing lead for the Dodgers. And the pitch. Swinging and a miss. Strike two. Third ball. And just uh, way out in front. Pull his head out on him. This is uh, Richie's first appearance in postseason play. The 0-2 pitch, he struck him up. Third time he's nailed this. Big shot breaking ball. That'll bring up Sanguin. One for three. His single was the first hit of the ball game for the Bucks in the fourth inning. You watch batting practice and you see ball clubs hit. You got to almost shake in your boots watching some teams hit. And the Pirates, in particular, in batting practice. But once the game starts, it's a different thing. Pirates had an impressive batting practice drill here. Home runs and everything. But curveballs or through balls and everything else, the tension of things changing a bit as the game gets underway. And you've seen it happen so many times. Pitch away on Sankian, ball one. Royce pitch well. Dave Justy touched up for two runs in the ninth inning, and the Dodgers have just uh, dominated on the pitching of Don Sutton. Yeager pointing to first baseman Garvey to take a look at the dugout. They want him to back off the bag a bit farther. Stargell in from first. 
A one-out pitch. Uh, foul. Back out of play. One ball and one strike. Rooker and Messersmith tomorrow at 105. Smith can't be any tougher than second spin today. At least you hope not. The 1-1 pitch. Inside, back Sankey off the plate. Ball two. Two balls and a strike. And Sutton will give himself some pitching room, and he did that time. That was to get Sankey in off the plate. And it sure did. The 2-1 pitch to Manning. Fly ball, right field. And looking over, Ferguson on the warning track. Runs it down. Stagel comes back to first. And we're one out away from looking at a shutout here against Don Sutton. Ed Kirkpatrick will be the batter. Now, two weeks ago, John Matlock shut us out on a three-hitter. Sutton has uh, one out to go to pick up a shutout on a four-hitter. The first game in a five-game series is big. The feeling is, particularly if you have to wind up on the road. The Dodgers would like to get out of here with a split. But when they win that first one, of course, they're thinking two, uh, two in a row. Kirkpatrick looks at the ball of five. It would take uh, one of those ninth-inning heroics like we had the other night against the Cubs to get this one back. And a tough pitcher like Don Sutton. He smells the one open. He is in there taking the ball and the strike. The count of one and one, the pitch to Kirkpatrick swinging and a miss strike two. He's now the one pitch. He blew a fastball right past Kirkpatrick. It's a great pitching performance by Don Sutton. The best way you can describe it. Stad, Hebner, Oliver, this have not had a base hit. And those are some pretty good bats. Stargell had the only solid base hit here. But those group, he had a check swing single in the sixth. The one-two pitch, and it's a fly ball to left field. The Dodgers will win this one. And Sutton does a great job shutting out the Pirates. On four hits. The Dodgers win it three to nothing. Westinghouse is backed by Westinghouse Nationwide Sure Service. 
Melissa to Westinghouse. Well, the Pirates uh, dropped the first game of the championship playoff series by the score of three to nothing, and they say good pitching beats good hitting. Excellent pitching just dominates, and that's exactly what happened here this afternoon. Aaron Sutton, who had won 13 of his last 14 games during the season, and nine in a row, had an easy time of it this afternoon. The Pirates never got a runner to third base. The only time we got a runner to second base was with a two-out walk to Kirkpatrick in the second inning, and Tavares got on and an error by third baseman Ron side on a play at first base that actually might have been called the other way too. But Sutton didn't have to break a sweat here this afternoon as the Pirate bats were kept very well in check about as much as we've seen all season long. The line scored three runs, nine hits, and two errors for the Dodgers. Pirates no runs on only four hits and no errors. Sutton the winning pitcher. Jerry Royce the loser. Royce went seven and he gave up five hits. Four walks, and one of those walks forced in the Dodgers' first run, and the Dodgers chased uh, two more in against Justy in the ninth inning. Sutton got that going with a single to open up the ninth inning. The big RBIs, Jimmy Wynn and Ferguson in the ninth inning. Now we've got four more games to go. We've got to win three of four now instead of three of five. It's a tough job in a short series, and tomorrow Jim Rooker goes against another tough Dodger pitcher, Andy Messersmith. For Shader McCracken, our engineer, and for Radio Rich, and for Bill Richards back at the studio, and for Bob Prince, Nellie King saying so long. From Three Rivers, this game was brought to you in part by Joy, nature's high-protein food for dogs. Higher in protein, and it still costs less than most other brands. By Daily Juice Natural Juice Product, natural fruit drink concentrate in Daily's Cocktail Time Cocktail Mix. And by your Pirate Land Christ <laughs>